The Solid 7 Podcast is a proud affiliate of GoRuck. GoRuck designs and builds the toughest gear on the planet, including footwear, apparel, and rucks. Oh, a backpack. Like a backpack, if backpacks were made to last under the toughest conditions in the world. Mm. Everything they make is backed by their Scars Lifetime Guarantee and is tested and proven over and over and over again at GoRuck's events held all over the world and led by current and former Special Forces combat veterans. The GoRuck brand stands for Building Better Americans, the Special Forces way of life, and a life-or-death approach to building the world's toughest gear. Visit Solid7Podcast.com and click on the GoRuck link to learn more about their gear and events, and a portion of every purchase and event registration that you make will go to support us here at the Solid 7 Podcast. Hello. To, uh, a very special episode of the Solid Seven Podcast. Um, your host Kale, and Across I'm your me. co-host Josh. And and um, Josh gets the round of applause. Hey yo! But not Kale. And uh, we are our powers combined a better than average podcast. But you know, just barely. But I would say, except for this episode. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, we say that more and more. Maybe we'll just change the name, but I don't know. We're uh, gonna move up to Solid Eight Podcast. I think we, I think we clip eight occasionally, but I, you lose the alliteration if you go from Solid Seven to true. Solid Eight. It's true. So we'll just, we'll just stick with it. I think uh, everybody knows we think we're better than a seven, anyways. But uh, we're not a podcast about nothing, but neither are we a podcast about just one thing. Did I say that backwards? It's not what I normally say. It is sounded it? right, just at a different tempo. Yeah. Yeah. E- either way, we get together each week, talk about whatever's going on in the world that interests us, and we invite you to uh, to join along. And here you are, here we are, and a bit of a different episode for you this week. So um, those of you that keep up and listen regularly uh, will know that we had uh, former Tier 1 Air Force Combat Controller Dan Skidmore, a.k.a. Cadre DS, on the podcast a couple weeks ago for episode 31. And uh, Dan was coming to us live from Marrakesh, Morocco. That was a new one for us. Just across uh, and the pond. Super cool. But it was funny because we were, you know, he's, what was it, five, five and a half hours ahead of us, whatever it is, mm-hmm. way ahead of us. So it's like we're, we're recording with him at what is a very reasonable hour for us. And we're just watching and get darker and darker and yeah. darker in the, in the background behind him. When we initially so, caught him, like, oh, it looks nice outside. And then when we hung up the call, it was like pitch black and yeah. had all these lights on. So we were like, well, maybe not so much with the asking, asking him to stick around for, for Patreon content. So instead, because we take care of our Patreon supporters mm. as well, we should. So then, you know, we weren't going to jip them just because we didn't mm-hmm. want to impose on Cadre DS. So instead, we treated them to a very special, the, the Patreon supporters every week, they get bonus content. Mm-hmm. But every now and then we like to throw them a full blown bonus episode. And that's what we did for uh, week 31's bonus content for the Patreon supporters. Uh, we had on not one, but two of our fan favorites for a full-blown bonus episode. Uh, so uh, the one and only Professor Rebecca Strangarity and, and as if that wasn't enough, and Mike Redacted both joined us for a full-blown bonus episode and man we just had a really good time it was everything you would expect if you're a regular listener it was everything you would expect 
uh, a podcast with the two of them to be. And so we, we put that together and had a great time and released that to our Patreon supporters. And uh, we've just been talking about it ever since. We're like, man, that was... Not that it was too good. You can't be too good. The content can't be too good for our Patreon supporters. We're also it slightly biased. But it just seemed it just seemed wrong to keep keep it from the rest of you. Mm. Now, in in fairness, uh, you know, Patreon supporters, they're paying the bills. Let's be yep. honest. Yep. They're yep. paying the bills. Um, so we we've decided we are gonna share uh, that that Patreon bonus episode with all of you. We're givers. You're welcome, everybody. You it's are more welcome. To give. Um, now, but I I will say it's it's edited some, not yeah. heavily, yeah. but some of that content is just it's just for the Patreon supporters. Mm-hmm. So you get you get most of it. You just don't get all, all of it. it all of it mm-hmm. but uh, we had a great time it was, it was such a good episode uh we really thought everybody would enjoy it so if you're listening right now you're like hey i just picked this podcast up maybe a couple weeks ago maybe you came to us because of cadre ds hey welcome thanks for thanks for sticking around um but uh, if you if you're like who's who are these people scroll back through the catalog it's not that deep you'll see several episodes i think three now with uh, with our good friend Mike Redacted, and I mm-hmm. think at least two uh, with Professor Rebecca Strangarity, and they are fan favorites for a reason. So you don't need to listen to those episodes, I don't think, before this one it's to enjoy like, it. It's kind of like uh, some shows where it's like you can skip season one and you'll be fine, but you kind of get a little bit extra character development yeah. if you now, do I, watch I, it. I will say we, we asked Becca for an update on the saga that has been her her dating life uh so if you want some of that background you can go back and listen to some of her episodes but i think the update is is entertaining either way your segue into it i think was one of your best segues well i am a professional media broadcaster sir and when you're when you're a professional like me so uh no this is this is a great episode we think you guys are really going to enjoy it some of the content's a little bit dated i think it uh, i think it holds up and uh anyways you know appreciate you tuning in we love you as always and uh if you want to throw us some support become a supporter so you get content like this all the time or if you want to throw us a rating or uh, links to episodes or uh, or hitting up go uh, you know uh, go rock any of that stuff. Uh, we did do Josh and I are both coming fresh off of actually doing uh, Chad one thousand X and the uh, the Star Course, and uh, we're both a little we'll we'll do a full we'll do a full report on that because uh, it was uh, we got more than we bargained for. We'll put it that way. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we got more than we bargained for. So it's a good story. We had a great time. And thanks so much to GoRuck for, for doing that. And uh, and it's not too late to participate in Chad 1000X. The The goal is for it to be uh, around Veterans Day, which is this coming 30, Thursday. Veterans, we love you. We appreciate you. Hope you have a great Veterans Day. I uh, appreciate your service. But uh, if you're still interested in Chad 1000X, it's not too late. But uh, any, of, any of that stuff, support. Uh, just hit up solid7podcast.com, solid7podcast.com. There's links to all that stuff there. And, That's not uh, the only the, thing happening on Thursday. Uh, is is it is it not? It's my birthday. Oh, happy birthday, buddy. Thanks. How old are you going to be? I'm going to be uh No, wait, 40, I didn't. I thought, we, I thought we just... Well, now you're just being mean. Yeah, no, now that was being... I was hoping you'd carry the yeah. office line. Like, it's not my birth. It's not your birthday or whatever. Oh, no, I did it wrong. I did it wrong initially, but it should have been you saying it, I guess. Yeah. Dang it. Oh, I was some, to quote somebody, the brought, somebody brought donuts in for my birthday. 
Oh, it's your so, birthday. Happy birthday. It's Kale's yeah, birthday. That was that. a joke. I was trying to do the Michael Scott Jan thing where he called Jan and wished her happy birthday. She's like, it's not my birthday. And then he goes, she realized it's his birthday. Okay. Anyways, it's Kale's birthday on Thursday. Happy birthday. Yeah. yeah. Born on Veterans Day. Been patriotic uh, from the jump. Wow. But, Fire. Uh, so anyways, hit up, hit up the website, uh, hit those links and uh, enjoy this uh, very special episode. The Solid Sun Podcast. We love you. See ya. I called Kale and I just FaceTimed him. And then he's just like in a dark room with a red light. I'm like, oh, he's in hell. And um, then he's like, yes. (laughs) And just like the way he was saying yes, like I knew he didn't expect the call. So I was like, oh, are we doing this? Like I thought we were recording last night. And then he goes, oh, are we? And I'm like, I thought we were. And so here we are. I don't even know where to start with tonight because there's so much going on. One, it's not just Josh and I. You you guys are getting the all-star bonus content. So Yeah, baby. Becca and Mike Redacted, both here with us. Right oh, here oh, we go. Amateur app. Hey, I, I actually got to take a break. I, I'm getting a work call. <laughs> we'll just continue without you. Yeah, keep keep going. <laughs> take oh, out the AirPods. That's like how important Mike Redacted is. Yeah, I hope <laughs> the rest of us peons. Yeah, somebody literally could be like bleeding or dying on the other side of that phone. Is Alec Baldwin in Orlando <laughs> right now? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I thought my text to you guys about that earlier was funny and I got zero response and I was like, that's a shame. I didn't, I think I must've just missed it. Josh, what'd you say? I said, I can already hear it from that idiot quote. See, I'm the, I'm the smartest person in the world and still killed a person with a gun. It was was a prop. Therefore guns should be banned. That was more Trump than Alec Baldwin, but that was Alec Baldwin doing Trump. Doing Alec Baldwin doing (laughs) Trump. It was so, funny. I did see it. I thought I reacted. Sorry. Yeah. You can't react because Mike has uh, green bubbles. So it's just the worst. Uh, <laughs> yes. So, worst. so this week we've got, and it was really crazy the way it came about. We tell it on the pod, so I won't retell it here. Uh, but our guest this week is actually uh, a guy named Dan Skidmore. He goes by Cadre DS. And so he's a go right Cadre. He's also their head of training. Uh, and also spent uh, eight years in the Air Force as a combat controller, which is the second half of their special operations force, the other half being uh, pararescue jumpers, PJs. Um, and oh. he ended that career as a Tier 1 combat controller, which means, and he was being pretty coy about it, uh, that he wrapped up his, because con- those, those combat controllers, they don't stay with the Air Force. They're tasked to other special forces and special operations units. So, seals and green berets and that type of thing um and so but he finished his his career as a tier one combat controller which means he would have been tasked to uh, seal team six or delta which he was super coy about like we were trying to be like like so what like what's up dude and so he wasn't really giving it up but awesome guy we had it was so tricky uh, scheduling the podcast because he's like well i'm five hours ahead of you so now yeah. uh becca you've traveled the world right we're, right we're, Five hours ahead of us. Like I th- Eastern Standard Time, where is five hours ahead? Probably the UK. I mean, uh, uh. or... <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, you know, we were like, well... Well, like six hours is Germany. It. So it would be Portugal, UK, it could be South Africa, See, uh, Argentina. I was thinking UK was six. That's what threw me. So I'm like, where's less than UK? You're Googling it right now. More than, so he's he and his wife um in addition to owning other businesses that they operate have just finished a two-year renovation on a 
freaking baller B&B in Marrakesh. So, okay, yeah. So dude's calling in from, from Morocco. We're like, yeah, that's... That's okay. But so we ended up recording with him super early in the week, just as a fluke. Josh and I were both off. Well, uh-huh. not a fluke for Josh, but it's a fluke that I was off on Monday and Josh is, is off on Mondays. So we managed to mm-hmm. squeeze it in on Monday. And then we're like, well, we've, we've got the, the, the whole week. Yeah. It was so weird like, because it was, it was like Monday at 2 PM. Yeah. So then like, it was, it was like, I, I have a, I have a long time to put this together and I still <laughs> haven't, which is bad. <laughs> Of course. But so we recorded super early in the week with Cadre Diaz. We're like, yeah, let's let's do something fun with uh with Patreon. Let's record it later. Yeah. So we were both like, yeah. When we finished that, Josh's understanding of what was done was, well, okay, well, we'll record Patreon on Thursday, which is no. Totally- I'm, I'm pretty sure we said it when we ended with him. <laughs> I was pretty. I was like, yeah, we can just record Patreon on Thursday. I thought we verbally said that at the when we were done recording. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not saying we definitely didn't. I'm saying that's not my recollection. But that's a totally fair understanding of it. Like right. I'm, I'm not like, how did he possibly think that? Right. No, right. That makes perfect sense. My thing was in my head. I'm like, okay, we're gonna figure out something. Like having Mike or Becca or hey, why not both? Is where we landed. Whoa. On we just hadn't talked about it again. So I'm like, oh well, we'll figure something out by the time it's time to record. Um, so yeah, Josh just called me yesterday, and I'm like, well, uh, well, if you want to give me 15 or 20 minutes, but then we're like, no, let's see if Becca. And Mike can do, can do Patreon, and here we sit. I mean, it was a lot of effort to take my laptop out of my bag and open the screen, and then I had to move this mic forward. First world problems. And I was like, Kale, you do you know how much I went through tonight? This this doesn't. I am a counselor. Do you want to go through? I'm already laying back, and uh, I'm going to put my feet up, and I need to. I need to talk. Okay, I'm here, Josh. And we talked about Baldwin a little bit, and it's definitely the news of the day, but I want to wait till, till Mike can come back. Because yes. what, what, normally we say things like this tongue-in-cheek, but particularly between Mike and I both, we, we are um, legitimate firearms ex- experts. I don't know if we ever talked about it on the pod. I, like, I am a certified uh, firearms instructor, pistol instructor. Mike has several instructor certifications, and, of course, uh, you know, totes a firearm for a living. So we right. have some some actual like informed thought on this whole thing. With and Alec I Malt. have a concealed carry, so I know that. Look at you. What's Look up? At- and so- I am a pacifist who doesn't believe in guns, so this oh. will be a great conversation. <laughs> oh, so you like not being safe and government tyrannical reign? I mean, guns are real. You have to believe in guns. <laughs> I can like, believe in guns and be against like, them. Like I, I can show you. Like I can get a gun and show you. You're not actually against guns. We've talked guns before. I have shot guns with you before. Would I actually carry a gun and shoot a human or an animal? Never. I would be like, you want to break into my house? Great. Here I am. Okay. It doesn't stop with, I want your TV, lady. He's going to go, you, what's up? And then what, you're gonna wish you had a gun. No, I wouldn't even. You'd be like, situation. "All right, take me away, take I, me I, away." You up until <laughs> that's not a good place to sing that song for that kind of situation. I, I believe you, Becca. Right up until the point where you're the thing standing between that person and those little nieces and nephews that you post pictures of. Whoa, yes, that is and, the and that just got real. That's the math. Yeah. That's the metric. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not where you at. Where if I'm home alone and you break in, okay, have uh, you know? Take me away. Not even there, but uh, yeah, you definitely. uh, 
Yeah, I'll uh, you know if I if I had a, a bazooka, if I had a bluster gun, like I'd use that. Like I don't I don't I don't care. I don't want it to be quick. I don't want it to not right. hurt. Um, no, at that at that point when the, when uh, I'm between you and uh, the wife and the kids, it's uh, it's gonna be a bad night. Yeah, I can see that, <clears throat> but they're just fun and cool. So. A lot of the a lot of the things I was seeing on the interwebs about it, which we don't have to go too heavy into it because you said you want to talk about it with Mike, but. I I was confused at first because like, but wasn't he shooting? He yeah, he had a prop gun and he was shooting blanks. But then people were linking uh, when the Rock did the movie Doom, and they had like uh-huh. a whole like behind the scenes video and like the safety officer that was on set for that movie was going over how to use safety and guns and stuff. And he was showing, hey, even though he had like an AK forty seven. Uh, he was like, even though this is shooting blanks, look what it can do. And he had like a styrofoam human mm. head shape. And then he right. had on the thing and he literally shot at point blank. The head was gone, like the chunks, chunks of, the of the face. And it was and blanks, it was blank. though. And so it was wow. it was crazy how actually. Yeah, but that's it's funny that shooting styrofoam head at point blank was his demonstration of the damage it could it do. It seemed but. very dramatic the way he did it. But I it, it at least showed shooting blanks isn't 100% harmless. Y'all talking not. about Alec Baldwin? We yes. just yes, started. We just touch. We were going to wait for you to come back. My sales pitch was between the two of us, there's a pretty strong argument to be made for uh, you in particular, but I feel like me as well being legitimate. You uh, just want to be special. Firearms mm-hmm. experts. Yeah. You are special. And, we're uh, all special in Jesus. How long before That's we true. somebody special? Retarded. Right. Special. <laughs> so. This is Patreon. But uh, so. Yeah, so here here's the deal. You guys all know this by the time you're listening to this, but Alec Baldwin on set uh, managed to shoot and kill one person and injure a second with uh, with an onset firearm, and it uh, it boggles my freaking mind how that's a possible thing that could happen. He was crying in the photos that they released. He was on the phone, and then he was crying, and I saw those photos, so it, he must feel bad. Jeez. You see the tweet of him surf- resurfacing from like uh, a couple years ago, uh, yes. going like, "How can a human being shoot someone?" <laughs> it's like, well, <laughs> now you know. So oh, I'm sorry to laugh. That's not. Funny it's not funny. That. Someone's life was is taken, but still, it's like someone yeah. who's so anti-gun. You just did it. So like, it almost proves the point. Like, well, what if we I had just basic is- law, like, or uh, for everybody in America, whatever. Like, right. hey, here's part of high school here's part of whatever life course mm. here's how you handle a basic firearm and here's basic safety of a firearm well, so the challenge with that is well you're filming a movie especially I, i'm going to imagine that the director of some cinematography being shot was somebody probably filming a like a shot specific to yeah. him pointing a gun at the camera right. or something like that but you know the the it, what it really does in my mind i think it really highlights the hypocrisy of hollywood right you got all these mm. like super anti-gun type people like yeah. alec baldwin Mm. And they're making movies left and right, shooting guns off. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, oh, yes. well, if you're anti-gun, then maybe you shouldn't even be filming a movie where you don't know how to handle a firearm. Yes. And or or to no, because really that that was a cascading failure. There's a there's a uh, director of props. There's an armorer. 
And then yeah. there's the person pulling the trigger. Right. Well, so for yeah. that to have happened, that that was a threefold failure. Well, yeah. Adam Baldwin, the actor who I don't believe is in any relation. So Adam Baldwin's been in, I don't know, he was in that show that was based on the ship that was like Titanic. the last remaining ship after the fall of the world. But he was on Firefly. He's been in a ton of stuff. And he's acted in a bunch of stuff okay. where he was using firearms acting. And so I saw him comment and post. He's like, if you're on set and you point a gun at somebody without the approval of the director, the first AD, and the armorer, you should get one warning and then you should be fired. So all of that tells me there is legit process for this when a set is running right that should help prevent things. But I'm looking at this like there's so many things that are basic to the actual firearms world where Mm -hmm. I don't that this never, ever, ever would have been possible. So like I can say from my side, and I know, Mike, some of your, at least one, I think your rifle certification is from the NRA. Is that right? Yes like on their uh, law enforcement side. So mine are on their, um, their civilian side and my, my certifications are in handguns. But so one of the things they, they teach you as an instructor to teach somebody about firearms is in the classroom, off the range, in the classroom, um, to ensure that you don't have, uh, and well, we can argue about whether or not there's such a thing as an accidental discharge or whether or not they're all negligent discharges. But to make sure that doesn't happen, you remove a component from the classroom. <laughs> Right. Like a firearm, like a shooting like this, it's just like a fire. It needs certain things to happen. You've got to have a gun. You've got to have an ammunition. You've got to have a person. The triggers don't pull themselves. It's like in the classroom setting, the NRA teaches you, you need to have firearms because that's what you're instructing about. You need to have people because that's who you're instructing. So there's no live ammunition allowed in the building you're instructing in. Right. They drill that because without live ammunition, that can't happen. How on God's screen, you're filming a movie. How was right. there live ammunition on this set? So I can, so it's a period piece from like a Western. I can, I can just picture that they, they got this firearm from like some collection or whatever, and it was mm. loaded and like nobody checked. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, these... but that's like a failure on so many levels. Exactly. Like Alec Baldwin is an idiot, but it, he's not a complete idiot. You know, he's busy. He's getting his makeup done. He's handed his prop. He's not going to check. Is this yeah. safe? Yeah. He's going to yeah. assume it's safe. I, I don't so, blame Alec Baldwin. I so kept seeing it was he shot a blank, and that's what killed the person. And now, I, I want Mike's take on this. I say almost literally impossible for a blank to have done the damage that happened. So I don't know if multiple shots were fired or if the one round went through the director of cinematography and then hit the associate guy. The uh, director. If it, if it passed through, if it passed through uh, the lady who died and hit the mm-hmm. other guy, that was definitely not a blank. Right. If that was multiple, then there's a possibility. I mean, I know depending on what, you know, how they how they capped them and the range at which they're fired, there's pot. Mm. It could maybe. But I mean, much more likely if you're going to get injured from a blank. So, so, so blanks, like uh, a round of ammunition um, is, it's several things. The bullet is actually just a projectile. So then you have a cartridge that's loaded with gunpowder and has the bullet pressed into it. Uh, and then you have a primer uh, on the bottom. So that's what gets hit by the gun and that ignites the gunpowder and that pushes the bullet out. So blanks by and large, what they are is just the casing with the primer and the gunpowder and the end is crimped or capped. There's no bullet. There's no projectile. Right. Right. When you fire that, you get the normal bang and the firearm will cycle, but Mm -hmm. all you're getting is gas and and burning gunpowder coming out the end. So 
likely if you're too close, that's why the styrofoam head demonstration was funny to me, Josh, because yeah, it would do that to styrofoam. But by and large, if you're too close with the blank round, what you're going to see is like superficial burns and stuff, maybe. Right. Uh, Mike, you agree with that assessment? Uh, it depends on the distance because the first person to like kill themselves on a set was using blank rounds and they shot themselves basically point blank into their head. Wasn't that Bruce and, Lee's and, son, right? No, no, he actually, so the barrel of the gun was plugged in the blank and uh, it was plugged with, with something. So basically the blank acted, or the whatever plugged the barrel was shot out as if it were a bullet. Oh, and wow. it ended up yeah. shooting Brandon, Brandon Lee in yeah. the back mm. and and that's how he died so it's like from the article i read on this um this is only like the third time i think this has happened yeah wow but you, I, just for all of those safety yeah. steps that, that kale mentioned right. like, it's a cascade failure when yeah that happens. well yes. so take away keeping like the, the fact that there should be no live ammunition anywhere on set mm-hmm. uh, i i caveat that by the libertarian on me depending on on where they're uh, where they're filming you know if somebody's privately uh, you know, legally carrying a concealed weapon. That's, that's one thing, but really that's really kind of a non-factor with this, but then, so take that away. Uh, what, maybe there's a reason for live ammunition to be on set. If you just follow all the basic firearms rules that we teach in basic pistol that I'm sure, you, you know, you guys cover, you know, with people, I, I'm sure you guys get people at the Academy that haven't ever shot before they're there. Oh, oh yeah. Right? Like the, yeah. the laws of uh, the rules of firearm safety are, are, ubiquitous i mean they're they're very very simple uh, you know and mm-hmm. like I disagree dude i so it's like so yeah you do you need to follow the fight, basic fight. rules of firearm safety safety yes you do however you got to have a trigger squeeze right to have the blank you depending on the shot we can just assume right we can make all these assumptions but it's just really it's hard for me to blame alec baldwin for this because like no. he's an actor who's demonstrating and basic mm-hmm. firearm safety means mm-hmm. you might have to point the firearm at somebody because there's a camera there and there's somebody probably behind the camera. Yeah, so that, you're gonna you're gonna have your target and you're gonna know what's behind it and all that, right? Well, that I agree with. Like some of that violate for for the intended purpose, right? But the the part that comes to me is how is anybody on on set, actor, crew, or otherwise? Um, handling a firearm if they haven't been trained and signed off on that they know how to safe and clear and confirm that a weapon is safe and clear. Like why at any point that anybody picks a, a firearm, checks it out of their armory, picks a firearm up off the table, whatever the setup for props is, like why there aren't, you know, two, three, four people, actor included, who are able to, you know, lock a slide back, drop a magazine, and three different people go, yes, that's only loaded with blanks. Yes, that's only loaded with blanks. Yes, that's right. always loaded with blanks. Okay, we can proceed. Right. Like, if we go, uh, you know, we go with the rule of treat every firearm like it's loaded until you know it's not, again, that's I don't see how this happens. Well, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right about that. I just say I don't know that the blame rests solely with Alec Baldwin. No, right. I, I'm not trying to put it on him for the act. I do believe I'm, I'm blaming this the people who handed yeah. in the firearm because to to Rebecca's point, like he's probably getting powdered on thrown on his face. Right. And somebody's throwing a freaking duster over his shoulders and a cowboy hat on his head, and mm-hmm. then somebody hands him a piece and he's like, "Yeah, I'm a bad guy. I'm a Western guy." Yeah. Oh right. crap! Whoops. Yeah, I only put it on him to the extent that, as I understand it, he's the he's the EP, he's the executive producer on this thing, and so it's kind of his show. And so oh, the, I got you. reports out today that I guess the same day, which I think this went down yesterday, there were uh, like six crew members who literally walked off the set because of unsafe conditions. 
Yeah, I oh, saw yeah. that too. This is before the gun thing, or they walked off after yeah. the gun thing? Yeah. Before. Before. Oh wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. no good. Yeah, I saw quotes from the husband. It's like, yeah, I've talked to Alec, and he's been very supportive and reached out. I'm like, I bet he has. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I would probably I, be shooting him next. So the husband yeah. or, or the husband shooting the husband if I were the husband I would be shooting Alec Baldwin next <laughs> be like all right like, for tat like sorry I thought they were no doing liability for me <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that on air is that a threat am I going to get canceled is what I just said a threat oh man if you worry about what's going to cancel you nowadays I just don't want to be chappelled you know I don't want like three people to walk out of their job in case of what I say hell can't Held. So, yeah, I, I, I'll really be intrigued to hear what actually went down here. If it wasn't, now I could see like some kind of physical malfunction of like a chamber overpressure. Like if you've got like a, a piece of block that literally like broke off, especially if this is a firearm that's been used over and over and over and over again and not well maintained. I could see something like that where the block or the barrel had lost integrity and this was the straw that broke the camel's back and there's that piece behind, you know, there's that force behind that shrapnel. Maybe. That's so crazy. But again, somebody should be checking this. It is ridiculous and asinine. It just boggles the mind with how much they do safety features and trainings for this. And, you know, if you're going to do a fight scene, you choreograph it down to how your fingers move and then this happens it seems yeah. like there's probably more covid safety protocol here than there was probably firearm safety protocol yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. person was shot but we're happy to report that everyone was masked and tested that thank tested that. god and exactly yeah yeah, and vaccinated. yeah. 100% vaccination yeah so. with boosters with boosters they're on they actually had four shots on set the, this shot being the fourth sorry um becca oh, I, I see what you did there <laughs> If you, if you can't place that Adam Baldwin guy, I googled it. He did, uh-huh. have you seen Independence Day with no, Will Smith? No. You've never seen Independence Day. I love. Do you yeah, believe in America? He was the captain at like Area Fifty One. Yeah, and he was the in the yeah. one part where the general goes, "Are these windows bulletproof?" And he goes, "No, sir." It's that guy. Yeah, yeah. That's Adam Baldwin. Yeah. That guy. And that alien wasn't actually harmed because Adam Baldwin knows how to follow the rules when he's using oh, fire. What's gosh. up? That it was all Alec. connects. Yeah, he's an Ridiculous. awesome guy. I loved him. He, he played. Be phone at home. Yeah, for, if you're a fan of um, Firefly, Serenity, uh, Adam Baldwin's Jane. But if you're a fan of Firefly and Serenity, you probably already knew that because mm. we're all cult followers. We're all brown coat. True story. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so that was crazy news of the day. So, Mike, we filled the, the listeners in kind of on how this came about because we, we had a big big guest from, from GORUCK, their head of training, uh, Cadre DS, and he was he was early in the week. Um, you could maybe lend some credence to how cool it is to have a guy like that on, like what a big deal it is to be, um, which I learned something new from him. I knew the, I knew PJs were the special operations force in the air force. I didn't know they were kind of two sides of a coin with their combat controllers. Um, and so he, I didn't, was, know, I didn't know that. Yeah. So the, the way he put it, like when My he PJs was, are gym shorts and no shirt. 
Uh, <laughs> see, now they're not going to be able to laugh at the PJ joke on the actual podcast. Oh. I, thought, I thought this delivery was a little bit better than the other one because he didn't know I was joking at first. He didn't it catch was. a lot of my jokes initially yeah, he, either. And so oh, I just stopped so joking. I just oh. stopped at a certain point because I was like, oh, he doesn't know my sense of humor, so I'm done. He's, he's <laughs> talking about Sears School, and Josh did his usual. I, I mean, I know what Sears School is, but for the listeners. But I should have taken, like, I don't know. I should have, I should have, like, just done this. For the amount of times you guys brought up like acronyms or courses or things, I'm like, "Yep, don't know what that is." <laughs> it would just it kept. I I would ask like the first two or three, and then it kept happening. I'm like, I don't care anymore. The listeners, good luck. Well, yeah. Good Josh, luck to know. Josh, you did a disservice to your listeners. Then You're I kept trying. I kept. Balanced. I thought. Yeah, I thought the man. two or three times yes. I would go, "Hey, what is that?" I know what that is, <laughs> but then it kept happening. So then I just gave up on going, hey, you guys just, you well, talk I, about I, your acronyms. Yeah. Yeah. I do that at times. I, like I had him get into what Sears school was, I, but I probably like, I didn't do as much as I, I feel like I did. I feel like I'm, I, I, cause I obviously know nothing. I don't even know how this computer turns on. So I'm, I'm sitting there the whole time. Like, Doy. But yeah, I mean, he was cool. It was good. Otherwise, it was interesting. But like, you just wouldn't yeah, so, know exactly what he was talking about per se. So he was an he was an Air Force combat controller, which they then, of course, like the Air Force has no need for a, a combat controller. I asked that. I'm like, so do you guys do anything internal for the Air Force? And no, they get entirely tasked out to SF and Special Operations. Uh, but then he went through. I didn't catch if he gave up the name of what their um, like tier one selection school is, but they have one and it's their own. Mm-hmm. It, he actually went through it twice, which is cool. Kind of cool to hear him tell that story uh, oh. because they like, he, he completed the, the school and then went before a board and they just didn't feel like he was ready. So he cycled back around wow. and, and then ended up in leadership role. But so then he ended up being essentially what is a, a tier one air force combat controller, which means he was tasked to either seal team six or Delta, which he was very, very coy about, but it's freaking awesome. That's really that's a <laughs> that's a big deal when you you think like all of the nations, uh, you know, the United States military, right? Yeah. You're talking about like the elite of the elite. You're maybe yes. what like 30, 40 something guys, probably yeah, a hundred oh, yeah. guys in in the million out of a million. Right. You know, I I don't know how big SEAL Team Six is, but I can't imagine it's much larger than like. I think there's I at least know. three or two, four guys. Two platoons. At least. You know, at the guys. most. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's... Very small. It is the Elite of Elite. It's very cool. I'm. I'm oh, I was stoked. making a joke. Is there actually only three or four guys in it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay. I was like, like oh, snap. Even if it is 100, you think about like 100 people in all of the United States military. That's, that's yeah. a very elite group. Yeah. That's... Obviously, we're big fans of of Jocko, and so when you hear Jocko talk about task unit bruisers, so that was one unit on SEAL Team 3, and then he had two platoons in, in his unit. And so, I mean, your guess, Mike, probably, you know, maybe about that size. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Ex, uh, uh, I don't want to say it wrong because I'm going to feel like an idiot. Extortion 17? When, when that hell, was it Extortion 17? When that uh, Chinook full of SEAL Team 6 operators got shot out oh, of... Yeah. Oh, yeah. 19. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So, I mean, you look at that, and that gives you... I don't think that was the entire... No. I, I would guess, like, 60 is what I was... Like, actual, like, operator guys. Yeah. Not, not mm-hmm. to mention support staff or, or whatnot. You know about this, Josh, because it was national news. Like, po- not very long post-Bin Laden raid. Right. There was 
there was a Chinook full of seals and support crew. Just for the listeners, just the, I want to. I feel like now that Mike has tasked me with this, like for the <laughs> listeners, I know what a Chinook is. But just for the yeah, listeners' sake, helicopter. It's the big oh yeah, helicopter. I mean, I know that, but like, if you had a, <laughs> it's the big helicopter with the dual rotors. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. All right, it's, listeners, it's, it's a yeah. helicopter dual rotors. But right, it, right. I, I think even now, I think it's the like single biggest loss of life in special operations in in one day. Frick. But there's some conspiracy theories that swirl around it. Oh. Um, that basically they got offered up on a silver platter um, to. Like Pakistan because they were ticked that we went in after Bin Laden without really? talking. Do you think that would like? There's no some way. dude out there that was like, "Yeah, Maybe. here's a helicopter full of dudes, Pakistan, because we killed this really bad guy. Here's a here's a helicopter full of of our guys for you." Whoever is a bad no. guy is a matter of perspective, right? I know. Mm. Pakistan <laughs> does not think he was a bad guy. So you're you're a bad guy, but you're not a bad guy. Like <laughs> name that movie. What movie is Wreck that? It Ralph. Yeah. Hey, wow. Hey, I got I got a son though. Like, what's your? I was just about to say. I was like, Mike is a dad. Josh, how do you know that? I think <laughs> I right. saw it for the. F- I think I've only seen that scene. <laughs> no, um, I think it's a meme. It's a, it's a movie, meme, actually. actually. I think it, people use it as a meme. I mean, I mean there's okay. people that think we're bad guys for dropping bombs on Japan. So I mean, yeah, whoa, I mean, whoa, hey, we'll shots fired. The yeah. Yeah, that's so, a little no. low, Kale. Oh, hold on, actually. Yes. Hold on. I, Becca, what's your stance on this? On Japan and the like atomic bomb. Have you heard yes. all of our controversies yeah. against My, each other? Yeah. Wow. Yes, I have. Mike, you're putting me on the spot. So I I'm I have just curious listened... because you're you're normally taking a very Christian stance in this whole thing and con and war and conflict and stuff is is uh almost the anti- antithesis, right, of how a Christian yeah. should behave. So I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this. Who are you to tell yeah, me how I should behave, sir? Just kidding. Well, before you be, before we got you on, Kale and Josh already established I'm the most holy of all of us. So you're welcome. No, no doubt. Just no getting doubt. you. No, no, I, no, I, no, I feel no, no. more full of the Holy Spirit um, just being on this. Amen. Praise That's God. I saw case. doves so, flying behind you, Mike. As soon as you came back, like, and she was talking, it just flew by. Landed on your shoulder. Yeah, no, that's a big statement from a Baptist. Um, so. Well, I did say also before before when you were on the work call, I said, um, oh, you know, awesome. Kale's going off how he and you are both uh, firearm instructors, blah, blah, blah. So well, we're going to wait to have this conversation. I was like, I can't wait because I'm a pacifist and don't like guns. You said um, you don't believe in guns which, and guns exist. I don't believe in guns. Okay. So to answer your question, though, about Japan, I mean... If I, this is a political answer, but my gut answer really right now is I haven't studied the history. Pick a side. That's what Kayla would say. Pick a side. It's been 70 years. Pick a side. I probably would have been against that. At the same time, had we exhausted, like, did we exhaust every other possible avenue before we did that? And I'm not sure that I know enough in history to say we did. If we had, then... I'm not sure I'm opposed to it, but I have a, I have a good guy friend that is in charge of security in a village that keeps getting um, destroyed in, in the Sahel. And um, he works for contractors and he always says to me, he's like, Becca, if one person is coming into my house to kill my family, maybe the Christian response is to let them. But when an entire army of people is coming in, 
to kill us because we believe in Jesus, that's when it's right biblically to fight back. Um, so I don't know, as Kale pointed out, I, I am, I am a pacifist. I, I, I think like, that's just me personally. I don't know that that's biblical. That's me personally when I read the Bible. Right. Um, but as Kale pointed out, I would kill anyone that was going to harm my nieces or nephews. Becca, but, ironically, who lives in Pennsylvania, uh, Dutch country, would have been the pacifist at the, uh, at, uh, you know, arguing to send King George just one more olive branch letter. Well, you know, it, I would have. I would have just like people like that. You know, but I, at the same time, yeah, it's it's so hard. I don't know about. I am really glad I'm not in charge of making these big, big decisions. There are actually two days ago, you probably didn't see it in the news down south, but um, our mall, that's like 15 minutes from my house, just had a shooting in the mall. And um, nobody died because another person in the store, a man had a gun and he disarmed the person shot Of course, them, that's why we didn't see it in the news. I was like, why we didn't hear Yeah, that's why we didn't hear about it. So, yeah, so two people were shot and then including the guy who was a kid, he's 14. Um, you know, my brother-in-laws have concealed carry permits. I just, I, it's just not my way. I, I think there comes a point if you've exhausted every possible avenue, okay, you can defend yourself, but, but I... So every possible is just, the my problem with that is that's such a, a wide open and vague standard. Like you have to, you have to apply reason and logic to that standard. So I, I think uh, it's not enough to say everything possible. Like this is why our legal standard is reasonable doubt, not doubt. There's always doubt. It always could have actually right. been, it could prove it wasn't like you can't prove the negative right so when you've tried every other when you've exhausted every reasonable option yeah right. then let's drop bombs yeah 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 and i think that's where the I argument land. and i i don't want to like just rehash this i feel like we've talked about this a lot and yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't recall what we've talked about this in, in person and on the on the episodes right um but yeah i, I feel like we did and and i agree with you and that mm -hmm. i mean it's one of those things where like no one relishes the idea of dropping a, a weapon like this. And, you right. know, it, it's not, it's not something like you should be giddy about, you know, right. but, but there, there comes a time when there's a necessity to use a force like that. It's like your friend's point, right. you know, the person who stopped the shooter at the mall, how many mm -hmm. lives were saved in that? I know. You know? And that's I know. I, these, these kind of moral questions like this. I, I like, uh, I don't like wrestling with them. I acknowledge how important it is to wrestle with them right. because it's what keeps you honest. Especially if yeah. you claim to be a believer, because right. you know we're so immersed in the worldly response that right. the worldly response, like you're just a patriotic American, like yeah, drop those bombs. Well, it's, right. it, that's not that. That's an oversimplification to the extreme. Right. Yeah, and that's why I enjoy this topic especially. Right. And I think that's where no, I was I, for a bit, like before, like mm -hmm. I wasn't like, yeah, I'm glad people died, but it was like kind of like pro-America, like, yeah, we have firepower. Yeah. And it was just a little yeah, bit of we ignorance right. on my part until I met mm. Kira's mom. And then she, like, we were just joking about stuff. Like I've made the joke, like we, 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 uh, her and I joked with each other a lot, like, uh, gallows humor. And like, we're, we're dark. We make dark jokes at times. And so, and then she made a comment like, yeah, well, they didn't need to be dropped anyways. And I was like, like, like why not like who i've never heard someone say they shouldn't be have been dropped and then she explained her whole perspective someone being from japan parents are born and bred in japan and she is japanese herself and it was just interesting seeing that that point of view which by the way i did read the article i was going to ask you what you think of it 
I thought it was baseless. And okay. every ar- every argument it raised it could be one. easily. <laughs> yeah. I didn't hear what you said, Kelly. You cut out. I didn't hear you. Yeah. I said Mike's ready to drop another one. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I just, it, you know, it's funny. It was because when I, whatever episode that was, it may be in episode three that, that I was. I think on, it was the live the episode, time. wasn't it? It was. Uh, maybe it was. Yeah, um, yeah it was the I live. did a significant amount of research after the fact on that. And it just, hmm. like, it convinced me even more yeah. that the, the, the generic answer that I gave based on the information I knew off the top of my head, right. it was so many magnitudes more supported right. of why that was done. Uh, mm-hmm. And in reading the article that you sent me after we met up, um, I would easily every single one, I was like, no, mm-hmm. that's, that's not true. That's not true. That's baseless. Mm-hmm. That's taken out of context. And that's why Mike and I were saying this on one of the rucks. Like I, that's why I really just want to see two very, well-researched people on both mm-hmm. sides just give mm-hmm. like super why we need to drop it and super why that was a bad call and i just really want to see both boom 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 equal intellectual well, people I, and not, not get emotional i never even heard it was a bad call to listening to your podcast i've mm-hmm. never heard that argument even well, from john my friends Stewart, overseas yeah. who are anti-american john oliver is it john oliver no who's no, no, oliver who stone to john oliver. who's the director yeah. who's the director oliver stone He's, Oliver Stone. He has a whole documentary on Netflix, and that uh, she mentioned it, and I happened to see that documentary, which I think he's kind of crazy. Stop listening to Hollywood people. Well, yeah. Like Amen. No, I'm not saying he's right, but I'm saying he gives that perspective hey, as well. Hey, guys, I just need to pause real quick to make clear that she doesn't mean like Gary Sinise. What? Yeah, we can listen to Gary Sinise. Yeah, to you can't listen to the bad Hollywood people. Yeah. Oh I no! I'm like saying you're saying here. you've never heard that perspective. I've only heard it from right. Oliver Stone and okay. my mother-in-law. Those are the only sources. Okay. I've, and I, it's like it, it causes me to think a little bit. And not saying like I'm a, I, I'm think right. I'm not against it. My first thought is was that the only avenue? That's that's the only question mm-hmm. it raises in me. Was that the only way to stop it? And I do wow. think it probably was. I don't know what else we could have done. Sure. Because. And that's where I'm glad people above my pay grade make these decisions because it, I couldn't handle it. It's not people above your pay grade. It's it's Joe Biden. <laughs> but uh, speaking of nuclear explosions, Becca, how's the dating life? <laughs> <laughs> Segway. Oh, that was a rough transition. Uh, I'm getting really good at this media thing. Oh, gosh. Okay. So, yeah, I think the last time we talked, I was going to go on a date that week. Um, I went out on a second date because I felt like I can't even say what I was going to say. Um, the guy has a really good job and he's a really kind man. So I felt like maybe he's just a terrible first dater. I ain't saying she a gold digger. Okay. I'm not saying. Right. Could have been part of it. I'm not going to lie. Um, also, because his company goes to Orlando every year, Kale. So oh. there's like, you know, you would also be into this. Yeah, I love where your head's at. So I was thinking, but I didn't laugh a single time on the date. Not that's once. A, that's a sign. No. So anyways, but I'm like, okay, we'll go again. So we went a second time and same thing. After an hour and a half, I was like, I cannot. You're so nice. There's nothing. This is terrible. <laughs> L- love your heart. So. But he literally. I feel like and in I this phone call him. alone, in the first ten minutes, you were laughing the entire time. So there's, yeah. of course, he's drop of him, course. drop him. Yeah, yeah. 
so, so um, but she didn't know she didn't just cried. No, he cried. Oh and my I gosh. said we can't go like it's not gonna work out and I just okay he got teary-eyed they didn't like fall oh, okay. from his eyes but I'm like dude you can't like me that much I this mean is... I am amazing but like this is not appropriate this is, this is so you yeah, don't pull it like you're on the set of an Alec Baldwin movie for the oh <laughs> man yeah so that was, I don't even know when. And, and he also, this is just, I'll send you guys a picture of his dog, but he, um, he canceled like, and the in-between one of our dates, cause he wanted to be with his dog. He felt bad he was working. And what I is was he, like, me? Oh my God. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, I don't, I don't, right call there, I, think. I just, yeah. So really nice man, but not for me, not for me. Not and then, there were like two dates planned. Yeah, and that, that guy, we just, like, mutually, after texting, like, another day or two, we're like, this is not going to work. He's yeah. just, he, he's just weird. He, probably nice, but just weird. But I did go on a speed dating event for the first time ever nice. last week. It was an online speed dating event, which is even more funny, um, but felt also more, like, safe. How does that work? So there was, there's this app we used. So there was five guys. I had five cycles of five guys each. So I had 90 seconds with each guy. And then at the end of those like five men, I would pick my top three. And if they picked me, then we could start chatting within the app. So it was like an hour long. Um, let me tell you, 90 seconds is incredibly long and painful if the guy Sucks. is a loser. Yeah, oh, yeah. my <laughs> word. Um, and it's also not long enough if it's actually like a fun person. I was going to say, it, it's probably harder on an app because it would probably just time out and end it versus real life. You kind of have that. Oh, yeah, Literally. Da, 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 and then they... It got probably when I was in like the third cycle when I realized this guy, like it's just not going to, there's nothing. I just started to talk and i'm like i'm just gonna drive down these 90 seconds you can't say anything don't worry i'll just tell you a story um so yeah i i'm not chatting since then with anybody that i talked to but there's two guys i would have been like interested in to talk more um but neither of them selected me so whatever you gotta just kill um, i'm talking about the balance of a podcast this is how we grow the audience becca speed dating failed speed dates but I'll tell you some horrible stories. The amount, the amount of men that I met on that be dating who were either in their bed or their bed was like right behind them, unmade. I just think to myself, like, buddy, put your best foot forward. Like, don't be in your bed and don't have your bed unmade. At least make your bed if it's in the background. And then there was like a couple guys who had their daughters in the room with them, and Ugh. they said this. Oh and gosh. like one of the guys. Every question I asked, like you could hear a girl in the background answering it, and then he <laughs> would say what she said. At first, I thought it was like an echo, and then I realized a no, echo, there's yeah. literally someone. And then at the end of that, he said, "It was just my daughter. She's here making dinner." And I was like, oh, "Okay, you gotta appreciate so the awkward." <laughs> it's uh, so, no place. Is that is that Cicero that does that? I don't yeah. even know. No, Cyrano. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's another guy who's an Uber. He's driving. He drives Uber, and he was literally pulled off on the side of the road. It's like black <laughs> out, and like just wow. his dash light is on him. That's a I'm like, okay. Hey, also, has got to make some. I mean, he has a know. job. Honestly, yeah, yeah. Mike, he's he has an a job. Hey. You gotta understand. <laughs> the priorities are like 
fairly well. So that was um, that was a fun event. They're doing another one next week. And part of me was like, it was just hilarious. I actually asked one of my married girlfriends. I said, you just need to ask your husband and just come because it is the most insane experience you will ever have. Um, so that's the dating. It's uh, there is there is no dating, I guess. Is there no potential to just land some like ripped Amish barn razor? What are we doing here? I don't know, but they don't shower. In the scheme of like where are my standards going to fall at this point in my life as my eggs are dying every day, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like it might be. Yeah. So I just maybe. very selfishly want you to maybe not marry, but date Moe's. That's all I want in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, with that beard, that neck beard. Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So awesome. And his fear. Yeah. Maybe you have to vanquish I... fear. That's my problem. I haven't vanquished my fear. So here we are. There's a, there's one single man on campus. Um, and like a bunch of people, there's like been whisperings that they want us to get together. And I'm like, but do you think we'd actually be a good match or is it that we are literally the only two single people, you know, in your life, mm. you know, this is the question I have for others. Um, but no, yeah, we'll he does, he, he does like, yeah, he likes soccer and he mocks me. So he has, he has already some good things going for him, but. How does he, how does he feel about concealed carry? That's the real litmus test. Uh, that's not a litmus test for me, Kayla, <laughs> as you know. <laughs> what's his, what's his disposition on the bombs? Some... <laughs> you know what that is probably why he hasn't asked me out yet is i haven't yeah. asked him i'll go up there first thing on wednesday morning when it's... we're back on campus hey you know blah 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 his name what's your opinion about like the atomic bombs we got in japan it's like when uh jerry or elaine on seinfeld she's like uh, jerry's like well what does he think about abortion and then she like <laughs> does a lipstick across her face like what oh <laughs> So what's going on? Hey, uh, in the in a real Christian moment, how's your heart, Becca? My heart? Yeah. Oh yeah, like really my yeah, heart. Yeah, I mean, for real. How's yeah. Your, yeah, the literal, not so, figurative. Yeah, so it, my literal heart. Um, I just saw her, you know, on the screen, which was so fun to like see my blood pumping. I was like, look at you. Um, it's not a, it's not a pet. Yeah, I, <laughs> I passed my echo, but my heart monitor revealed that I'm having a lot of like uh, episodes. So all that to say, um, you know, I'm on like tons of drugs, and now I have a nice. disorder for the rest of my life. But my cardiologist did approve me last week when I saw him. He's like, listen, you can work out. He's like, you're gonna feel like you're gonna pass out, but and you're going to feel like those heart attack feelings down your arm and the pain, but you're wow. not having a heart attack. You probably will pass out, but if you can learn to live with it, you're fine. So he like cleared me to start running again, oh my um, gosh. which was nice, but it's just annoying. So I'm at the point <clears throat> where I, um, he doesn't want to increase any of my medicine or put me on actual medicine for uh, the trachocardia and AFib because he wants to not medicate over medicating like right. if i can learn to live with these feelings like i know I'm, I'm not dying so i just literally learn to live with it it's fine so yeah you know i'm on like 200 grams of salt a day um i'm oh, sorry two grams two grams of salt say, frick. 
Um, no, that would be, I mean, it's already two grams is like literally two grams more than most humans are supposed to take. So between that and then the other medicine I'm on for my blood pressure, I do feel better. I'm probably down to like two episodes a week where I'm passing out and oh, feel my gosh. terrible, but so better. Like are I'll you, have to say that's better. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay driving. Cause I can feel it. Like I totally feel it coming on. Okay. Um, and if I'm just sitting, it's fine. It's when I go, I just can't go from like sitting to standing or laying to sitting, laying to standing. Um, I just, I just drop blood pressure. So I go, how like, long are you usually out? Not long. And do you, and you know when, it, when it happens, like, Oh yeah, I can tell it's coming. Jeez. <laughs> so, so I usually just like get myself to the floor or I grab someone. So like it happened Wednesday. Um, and I, so I, I stood up from teaching and I, one of my students was right next to me. So I just literally held her and asked her to hold me until it kind of passed and I can get my blood pressure stabilized. Wow. Oh my so, gosh. Dang. And you don't even get the pleasure of like coming out of that to like Mike's eyes looking down at you like I did. Like I, I know it's true. I have, that would have made everything better. I have pleasant experience. <laughs> well, sorry. Gosh, that's, that's so horrible. That man. Yeah, and there's nothing they can do to like. That's just you just have to live with that. Yeah. Like they well, evolve he, disorder. Like he, that's it. He, he hopes it's from the vaccine, like which Freaking is what China. everybody thinks. Because and that actually is really good because in theory, if that dissipates and like leaves my body and weakens, I'm gonna get better. If I just all of a sudden started having an orthostatic disorder, I will have that forever. So for me, the best case scenario is that it's from the vaccine, which I think it is because it was five days later when it started. Um, so, so you, you didn't know. have any of these symptoms before you had the vaccine? Mm-mm. Yeah. I am like so anti-vaccine. This is just making it worse. I know. I keep, yeah. dude, yesterday, um, Wednesday night, I was talking with this one guy. He's about, he can potentially lose his job. He had COVID in April. Mm-hmm. He's He has a new mm-hmm. job, great job. He works exclusively from home for the last 18 months, 19 <sighs> months, exclusively yeah. from home. This is pre-COVID. And um, yeah. he had COVID in this past April. Um, and he just got an email the other day. His job said, hey, you need to get the vaccine or we're going to let you go. And he and he had COVID in April. And, and so he had, and he's telling me, he's like, I have a choice to make. Do I get the vaccine and continue to provide for my family? Or do I not get the vaccine and um, I'm out of a job? And I'm like, yeah. dude, what the frick? I, just, I know so many people, Becca, that have had like negative reactions. And yeah. even in like people who've died, that, mm-hmm. that I just, it honestly, having had COVID and knowing the vaccine and the complications mm-hmm. therein, I, mm-hmm. yeah, no. See, I'm, I'm in yeah. a, yeah different spot like i'm 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 vaccinated i I think i don't know if i've talked i think i've talked to at least mike about it i've talked to all of you about it i did and i can't ever peg if it started just before or just after i got the first shot but i've had like random muscle twitches so like i've been to a neuro and had um eegs and the emgs where they stuck a needle in various muscles and shocked me yeah you talked about that on an episode i think yeah, it, it yeah. all comes down to you know, they're like it's it's basically you know it's it's benign. It's like it's it's a symptom with no 
Uh, yeah, a, a symptom of disease type thing. I don't know if that was vaccine or not the vaccine. I still default to um, our good buddy who you all know, who we don't name on the podcast because he's a sissy and values his right. paycheck more than freedom of speech. Um, I still fall, you know, I still default to his take on are these things safe or not. And I think the data does support that they are um, not that there's no adverse reactions, but that they are safe and to the extent that they're adverse reactions it's it's still it's safer than the, than the numbers from covid what i do lean more towards these days is kind of alex berenson's take which you know he's a former new york times reporter investigative reporter uh, mm-hmm. pretty straight shooting guy is like by no like by all metrics of vaccines at no other time when we have would we have called these vaccines right. based on what they're doing how quickly they're waning how ineffective they seem to be so quickly is like at no other point when we have called this thing these shots a vaccine and I'm like, yeah, that's it's kind of hard with the data you're seeing now, even, you know, supported coming out of like, I think Israel and Britain tend to be the, the best test cases for the volume of their right. population, you know, and about two, three months in, you know, Israel starts freaking out because they're seeing spikes and then you got to do boosters. And it's like, well, how often are we going to to do these boosters? Like, yeah, there's plenty of vaccines where you have to have a prime and then you get a boost. Sometimes that's a cycle of three or four shots, but at some point that's that's done and you're good to go. Yeah. Yeah, and that's not these vaccines. It's very true. And I'm not opposed to the vaccines. And and I think, conclu- like, overall, they are helping. Um, but then I just look at the Scandinavian countries all pulled Moderna for heart disorders. You know, yeah. they refused to get it. And it's yeah. just like, why, why isn't America acknowledging those tests? And why is America still saying Moderna is fine? You know, which is what right. I have. And, and that's just concerning. And then, you know, your the like Christian argument that it's loving your neighbor to get this vaccine is just BS because you can have it when you're vaccinated and you can pass it. So there is no, in my opinion, moral argument for biblically why we should get it and help our neighbors, especially when you have medicine that is effective in treating COVID. And Are you saying refusing. we should take horse tranquilizer, ma'am? Is that what I you just am. said? <laughs> a thousand percent I am. A thousand percent. Dude, Joe Rogan. And hydroxychloroquine, like hydroxychloroquine. But anyway. Yeah. Dude, uh, Joe Rogan just putting it to, uh, what's his name? Gupta. Yes. Mm-hmm. So good. Over <laughs> them calling it horse dewormer. And he just owned him he on it. He grilled him. Mm-hmm. Like, he no, destroy you. him as the YouTube title you said. know the person yeah he's like you know the person that developed it won the Nobel Prize for it you know that it's been billions of doses have been given to human beings yeah. you know that, don't you you know yeah. they're lying don't you he was stumped right. man it was great <laughs> I don't want I, I've been yeah. meaning to watch the whole thing I've only saw that obviously that clip because that went viral but mm-hmm. yeah he I was like go Joe do this more yeah. often yeah. CNN, right. did yeah. you see the stat that CNN has not passed 1 million viewers in like a month on any pla- not don't don't quote me on a month, but it was for sure at least this past week. Uh, I want to say month. Wow. Don't quote me, but they had not passed one million viewers on any of their shows. Well, that gives what me hope mess. for humanity. Yeah, they probably miss Trump more than we do. Trump was good for Trump, business. They do. They've yeah. said so it themselves. Yeah. 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 But oh they came out like they 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 stuck to their guns on Joe. Like there was uh, like a USA Today article or something. Mm-hmm. Not, Joe just got his ego hurt. Like it's they they stood by it. Like it's just not a news organization. It's, I don't even know that's an ego hit. That's like you're blatantly lying about what I yeah. did. 
Well, he's floated. Like, should I sue them? I think that was out of a, that was a joke because he, he said that on air. So I feel like in the way he said it and looked at Jamie, it seemed like that was kind of like just a joke. I don't. I didn't seem serious. Well, I, that's how I, I took it. I took it as he'd do it for kicks, but that he'd he'd do it. Yeah, he'd do it and probably win. Yeah. Well, and that's what like it, that's the point where Gupta like shut down. Where Joe's like, I mean, it, it I it, it was defamation, wasn't it? And then like he knew he couldn't answer that question. He yeah. knew. Yeah. But he didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was actually it's worth listening to the whole thing. Yeah. Like it was it was actually very cordial and informative. And Joe, like it's funny. Here's Joe that is literally built like a silverback gorilla, and he's the UFC guy, and he's the comedian guy. He's not dumb. He's incredibly well read, incredibly right. informed. He sits yes. across from that table and talks about leading experts in everything in the world, and he soaks it up like a sponge. Mm-hmm. He's not dumb. Right. Yeah. So he's sitting right. across from the table from this neurosurgeon holding his own, making the case for natural immunity being superior mm. to uh, vaccinated immunity. Uh, right. The only thing Joe got wrong that annoyed me is um, like just, and, and this isn't like everybody, me, everybody, like stats can just be hard. Relative risk versus total risk mm. can just be hard. And so Joe was talking about the risk of um, like myocardial, like the, the heart inflammation was right. higher from the vaccine, like more from, I can't remember, like 16 to 24, like 16 times more boys, males were having I don't know how they identify biological males, whatever. We're having heart inflammation, then number of people going to the hospital from COVID. And it just, it was an apples and oranges comparison. And so Gupta was trying to explain that the actual data shows that the risk from the heart inflammation is actually higher from COVID itself, but that you often don't get hospitalized for that. So it wasn't comparing like, what's your chance of getting this inflammation from actual COVID versus your chance from the vaccines? And it's higher from COVID. Mm. But the article they were pulling up wasn't a direct comparison like that. It was the inflammation to hospitalization from COVID. And Joe just couldn't get the point that Gupta was making, which he wasn't making great of being like, no, they're not comparing the same thing. What they should be comparing is what's the, what's the chance of getting this from actual COVID and what's the chance of the the vaccines causing this that was joe's only miss that that stood out to me the the whole time and i don't feel like that was egregious but it's it's crazy the way this dude who is the comedian ufc guy just just holds his own and he knows his stuff man did you see the video he posted on his instagram of like the montage of every like every news network ending their show or whatever like and today we're sponsored by pfizer like and it was a montage of like 30 plus news organizations all ending with tonight we're sponsored by pfizer 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 and it was it's 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 question mark in my in my opinion like you you had moderna and then so then when seeing how pfizer like obviously they're pocketing a decent amount of cash so like uh, yeah. that's and I'm not I don't think I'm anti-vax at all because obviously I've had vaccinations to be in public school yada yada. Um, yeah. I wish I had the chickenpox vax because then I wouldn't have gotten shingles. <laughs> Anyways, um, I don't know if that's true. I should do this some research, but it, everything seems sketchy to me. That love. Do what? Yeah. So I don't know if any vaccine stronger than that love. Well, it just it also it's just like now they're about to approve a new medicine. You know, and they're going to make billions off of that. Whereas we have hydroxy and we have ivermectin. We also have the sun and vitamin D. I just finished reading Empire of Pain about two weeks ago. Exactly. Also, ever since I read that book, I'm just disillusioned even more than I already was. 
I tell you what's amazing is you can you all you know that things are going well in Florida when the news stops talking about Ron DeSantis. Right. True. And I didn't so notice that you just said it. He's bucked like yeah. he's bucked all <laughs> mandates. He's coming out now, like pushing back even harder. Like he's been putting out this uh uh like our version of a Gadsden flags instead of a snake, it's a gator, and it's like don't step on Florida with his signature on it. That's like, fire. Like we will resist these federal Hold up. What is this called? Florida What's it called? I'm buying it. Don't, uh, <laughs> yeah, don't don't either don't step on Florida or don't try it on Florida. It's got a gator. Like go to his social media. He's posted it. De- De- DeSantis is a Florida. Gator. Don't tread on me. Flag. Come on, and, uh, images. But Becca, you wouldn't know this being up there because it gets no uh, national news coverage. But right. he he's been pushing, and the state has been opening more and more and more like state run or state funded clinics doing monoclonal antibodies because. Really? Actually, Good. follow the science, and there it works. Backing up those being in a solid treatment to the extent right. that the federal government actually cut our supply of the monoclonal antibodies, which of course was not political in Stop. any way, shape, or form. He went around the federal government and went and bought Stop. it directly. Yeah. Yep. I just can't. I I'm I'm ready to move back to Israel, which is even worse. But whatever. Okay, Israel, come to Florida. What is wrong with you? Um, right. Where's my 40-year-old Brazilian, Kale? Wasn't that like the dream I had? <laughs> We've got a lot of Brazilians here. We'll find you one. We'll get you some Latin guy. Does, does Brazil count as Latin? But um, I, This yeah. is completely off topic, but it's yeah. driving me crazy. What are you doing with your hand? Like You keep doing oh, this thing. Like, I, I'm, on my, I'm on my iPad, so my camera's over here on the left. So anytime I reach up to do something on my iPad, it's... Oh. Yeah, okay. dude, I want that as like a. I think I want that as a a patch or a bumper sticker. Yeah, I don't. This, this flag is awesome. Dude, I want this. We can a, we can order two by three patches of that pretty cheap. Yeah, dude. That should be your new Patreon thing. As a matter of fact, oh, there you go. I could throw it up on uh, Facebook uh, Ruck Mall. We could probably get other people buying them to fund us ordering them. That's true. So. But yeah, that would be an awesome patch. But yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm pretty much ready for like the uh, DeSantis Crenshaw ticket. Yep, I'm, I'm down. Trump, has Trump announced if he's running or not yet? Uh, no, but he's made it clear that he's, he's going to run. run. Who's he's his running run. mate? Because him and Pence had a falling out, right? Ish. Ish. Oh. He shouldn't up. pick Pence. If no. I mean, it would not be in his. It would not be wise to run which he will do, it would be in his better interest to not pick Pence. No. Kale, yeah. you're well-versed in pol- politics stuff. The thing that Trump's pissed at Pence for, like, I heard Trump going off and why he's mad at Pence. I'm like, oh, that sucks. Pence, why'd you do that? And then I heard Pence's argument. He goes, that's against the Constitution. The Constitution says I can't do that thing that he wanted me to do. And I'm like, oh, well, that made sense, too. So yeah. I didn't know who to yeah. believe then. So I, I, Pence. Yeah, Pence. Pence. Pence was right? <laughs> yeah, Pence. Yes. Okay. And it, the the yeah. way Pence said it, I was like, that, but that makes sense though, <laughs> and yeah. I and I didn't yeah. know who to believe. Just like yeah, everything th- in America right now, I'm like, well, that makes it. Right. Well, that makes it. I don't know who to believe. He had no authority mm. to to stop the certification of the election. That's what Trump right. wanted to do. Okay. Yeah. Let's See how a- easy that was for me, Kale. You said I'm on the fence. I just wanted to know hey, who was actually right. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Done. But you didn't come to that conclusion yourself. You just yeah, and, and whatever Kale said. Yeah, but you're good with but it. But I know he knows the Constitution and he knows but law. But I said it also, and I've read the Constitution also. Yeah, that is fair. And right, but, and I trust your guys' well, intellect well, in that in that field. I trust Kale's intellect in that 
domain. Yeah. Like I know right. you know those rules right. on morality. On if a bomb should be dropped, I don't know if there's an expert there that I'm just gonna go okay. Like you know, like there's a lot involved there. Well, First of all, they missed. Talk to a historian. Listen, I am I am well versed in all three of the emotions, Becca. I do not appreciate that at all. All three of the emotions? What? None. Anger. <laughs> None and anger. Okay. What's the third? What are the three emotions? I'm not gonna say which three I think are real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, <laughs> no. What? what is and again i like i like bits like that i like running gags like that because i always feel like it tells me more about people than it tells them about me because the second somebody's like i mean he he really thinks there's only three emotions i'm sorry i don't think we can be friends okay hold up when you said that on one of the episodes i was sitting across the table from you and i legit thought you meant that and i was like oh i know okay we've talked about this something at work has ruined your like i don't know what the sarcasm word is for gaydar but you we need a calibration I actually saw an old SNL bit where uh, what's his name that played Chandler on The Office is Chandler like, on The Office. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. How no, dare you? At all, uh, Chandler on Friends, but he's teaching like a night class course in sarcasm, and I That's almost funny. sent it to you to be like, "Sign you up, buddy." <laughs> That's funny. I think I've just hung out with normal people for a little bit too long. That uh, sarcasm isn't their second language. And mm. it's it's maybe uh, thrown off some of my my meter. That that normal word. That's where you go astray. Mm. No, no. Here's the thing, though. I've come to realize most people aren't as sarcastic because think about it. Whenever you go into a crowd that are not that you that's not your people, it's easy laughs because not everyone is as sarcastic and funny as like you or I could be. Most people I have come to encounter just it's like it's like oh this is an easy crowd. Like, and it's not people within my circle, it seems like. I don't know if I yeah. can say that, and I just sound pompous and condescending right there. But I feel like most, on average, people aren't really funny as a whole. Yeah. yeah but, and that's the. That's why comedians are so far in between. Yeah, I agree. You're right. It's just, especially, particularly in today's society, like, most people tend to be a qualifier for things you want to avoid, not not a category you want to. I don't think you want to find sure, yourself. Sure, sure. I'll agree with yeah, that. That's fair. I'll agree with that. Yeah. I'm not so, saying, but that's not me saying I want to be a normal person. I'm just saying I've been around not as sarcastic people for a minute. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. So that's all right. We're you only, should have quit. You should have stayed. We're only 31 episodes in. We'll get it back. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get it back. So I told Becca, uh, priming her tonight, that we had big news and she went straight to another baby. No, Becca. Uh, what can I say? My auntie heart. Once another baby. But, uh, but. Mike knows this. Becca doesn't. So you get to learn along with the rest of the Patreon supporters. And we'll do Ooh. talk about this here. I haven't done a, like a, a bigger social media. We haven't done a bigger social media push for this yet because I'm not certain on the execution. We've got a few things in the works, though. And the one, one that came through is we are officially a GoRuck affiliate now. Shut up. We're a GoRuck affiliate. So that means we have our own link. So when anybody goes to... <laughs> It goes to go right through our link, buys any of their, and it's not just gear. Like they do shoes, which I just recently got a pair of their their new shoes, their ballistic trainers. They're nice. fantastic. Nice. Um, How much? Six hundred or seven hundred dollars? How much did you spend on them? One twenty-five, which is thoroughly reasonable in modern society. Oh, that's yeah, that's, that's very reasonable. like totally yeah. normal. 
And so, but the, the rucks, the gear, the training stuff, the clothes, but even registering for events, a uh, portion of that goes to support the Solid 7 podcast. So the only reason I haven't done a big push with it yet is like we only have the one link and we can customize it to where it lands on a specific event or a specific product. Okay. But uh, I'm like, but right now I feel like it just kind of has to point to the star course. Like I feel like that's our push and where we're at, right? Which is which is where it's at right now. So like, if you go to solidstonepodcast.com, which right now points to our link tree, and you click on star course, that's the link it takes you through, and we would get a cut of that. And then if you na- if you navigated to the rest of the site from there and bought something else, we'd get a cut of that too. But it's going to land you on that star course page. But that just feels like an awkward thing to do a big push for right now. Like, hey, we're Go Rock affiliates. So go to the Star Course page and then go navigate and buy other things and register for others. You should link it, link the gear because it's a whole different section of the website. Yeah. Like, you can't totally even navigate different. from Go Ruck events to right. Go Ruck gear. You have to like go yeah. to the Go Ruck homepage and then navigate to the gear. Yeah. You can mm. get from, you can get from gear to events, but not that it's tough to get the other way around. It's not the, well, I know you can't because yeah. I just tried this the other day and I had yeah. like, so you got to cut up Brittany's registration. I, I well, I've got, so they're, they're liaison for affiliates and stuff. Like I've got an email out to her to say, Hey, is there a way I'm missing where you can customize more than one link where it still falls under our account, but we could have a general go rec link and something pointing to star course. And I haven't heard back from her yet. So right now it's just set to point to star course, but ultimately that, that link will be there. And uh, anybody that, that goes through our link will, We'll get a little cut. So it's not quite sponsored by. But That's kinda. cool. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's really yeah. It's a big step. I love it. Yeah. It's huge. I love it. And so then just Oprah style, I'll just put this out there like the secret. You we'll all get a rock. You all get a rock. Yeah. You get her, you look get under your seats. I did reach <laughs> look, out. Look the, under your seats. Everyone in your car, if you're driving, if you're in your house, look under your chair. We put a rock there. Uh, if, you get a rock. I could have rock under Becca's seat right now. That would have been something. Um, but I reached out to Emily today because um, I think all the supporters at this point certainly know, like in addition to the star course, we've really been trying to support Chad 1000X. And yeah. so we're, yes. we're doing that before. Uh, on November 6th, same day, we're going to do uh, some version of the Chad 1000X workout uh, before we do the star course and just super worthy cause. And we've talked about his, his, his widow has been on Jocko has been on uh, glorious professionals. So she was back on glorious professionals this week. And they did more of a, like those two podcasts, she really told her story and Chad's story and, and really did the whole thing. And this week on, uh, glorious professionals it was really kind of more like a not not the personal story but more like the what's the goal what are we trying to do what do you see as the solutions those types of things and i'm just like man there's something different about hearing about all this from sarah versus like us being on the podcast being like go listen to her some people will go find her on social media or go listen to the jocko podcast or go listen to glorious professionals but dude i almost like teared up i did tear up i I almost like cried when i heard her talking about it on jocko's podcast i was like holy crap i have no problems like this is fine like my life is fine it hits you right in one of the three emotions it really does Uh, (laughs) wait do you really mean that but um so i'm like man why not like so we like we really felt like we we hit it off with emily like that went well we've both had some mm-hmm. back and forth with our own social media just kind of conversed kind of as as actual human beings so i'm like why not just ask I'm, so i messaged her today i'm just like hey so awesome to hear sarah back on the podcast i'm like listen i know this is crunch time for tra- chad promotion and i know we're we're tiny i'm like but uh, we'd love for our listeners to hear from her directly 
mm. you know, do you think she'd be up for it? Uh, and she she replied like right away. She's like, yeah, no, you're right. Her schedule's super busy right now, but let me let me reach out and see what she thinks. And so mm. uh, out there, I love it. Yeah, I'd I'd love. We've got a good guest uh, book for episode thirty two, which will be our last one before uh, these particular events. Uh, but we might, if we can get Sarah on, we might kind of shift that around because I'd love for our listeners, yeah. like the last from us before Chad, even, you know, and even Patreon supporters, like I know we're like, if you need to take a month off solid seven podcast or something and you, and you want to give to uh, Chad 1000 X and the step up foundation, like I'm not, we're not going to be mad at that. Like it's a worthy cause. It was funny. Uh, Jade uh, went and had a massage. She's been going to the same massage therapist for a long time. And by the time it was all said and done, cause Jade's come and several of the wives are going to come and do the uh, solid or the uh, star course. It which is mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, but Jade was telling her about that. And that led to talking about Chad 1000 X and then, uh, her massage therapist donated to, to Chad 1000 wow. by that, by wow. that, which is just a, a really cool story. But like, even if you, if you can't do some version of Chad, which again, it doesn't have to be a big brutal thing. It doesn't have to be 45. Right. It doesn't have to be you doing all the steps. It doesn't have to all happen at once. I've seen a lot of people posting on social media. They're doing like, 50 steps a day. That's how they're doing their thought. Like, it doesn't really matter. The point is like memorializing him, raising awareness, raising the funds, right. Mm. To, to lower this, this number. Right. Mm. That made that, me realize like, where's my shirt? I just realized that. Yeah. I don't know when they're going to come. Did mm. you get yours yet? Nope. Oh, okay. No, yeah. fine. no, no, no. So, um, so yeah, hopefully, so listeners that don't hold me to that, I, I, I and I, I told Emily, I'm like, Hey, I get it. We're tiny. I'm like, right. the last thing I would want to do is take her away from a bigger audience. Right. But if she has an open window, mm-hmm. we'd, we'd love to, to have her on. So hopefully, and again, like Patreon supporters, obviously you guys are the, uh, you know, above and beyond creme de la creme. Uh, second miler type crowd anyway. So except you, you have- Becca, why is that? <laughs> I love you. Becca contributes, Becca contributes and listens. That's why we give her a pass. Yeah, that's true. She brings the play count, but uh, except for when she forgets to post to Facebook about us. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, snap. she forgot the last episode. She forgot, she was on. We're like, hey, your listens were down this episode, and she's like, oh, I forgot to I forgot to post about it. That's true. That's true. So, uh, but yeah, hopefully, but uh, you guys, uh, hopefully we get Sarah on, but either way, go listen to her on Jacko, go listen to her on Glorious Professionals. It's, it's worth a listen to, to hear what mm. that's about. And it's, you know, it's always, I think, uh, very inspiring, very moving for somebody to take something like that. That's, it was just 2018, uh, when Chad died, very fresh mm. and for her to fight through that and take that and redirect it and try to turn it for good and try to save as many other families from that experience as she can. Uh, that's just always, that's, Beautiful. we, I mean, we throw around like the word hero almost does, just doesn't mean a darn thing anymore. Bravery almost doesn't mean a darn thing uh, anymore, but that's like that when it hurts and it's scary and it's tough, like you can't, bravery doesn't exist without those things. Mm-hmm. Right. I was just having this conversation with my son the other day, being scared about something. I'm like, that, it's okay to be scared, buddy. I'm like doing it anyways. That's what makes you brave. Right. Like if you weren't scared, right. you, if you're not scared, if it doesn't hurt, you couldn't be brave. You should play him the right. movie After Earth. There's a great speech from Will Smith about fear. It, the movie it, overall sucks, but that the, one speech is really good. All <laughs> oh, Josh. He's not Christian scientist. What, what is it? What? But, Isn't yeah, Will that, Smith like Muslim or something? No, 
the crazy thing Tom Cruise is into. That's where that ideology. Oh, yeah. Will Smith is a Scientologist. Yeah. Are you that, sure? Yeah, that's that whole movie. Okay. I don't know, man. Seven fact check. Um, it's that I've I've kind of made a vow that I don't want to know anything about celebrities' personal lives because it always yeah. like I know Tom Cruise is insane, but I love his movies, so I do mm. my darnest to not know Again. anything about him. <laughs> Except Gary Sinise, I believe Gary Sinise holds up. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, Will Smith though, like he they. I don't know what he is, but I mean, they're down for open marriages and he kind of gets butt hurt when yeah. she does go with another guy, though, which is yeah. weird. You agreed to it and then you get butt hurt right. when she goes with the other guy. All right. Yeah. Right. So, so apparently they deny being them, but everybody says they are. Yeah, I've never heard that they are. I They deny being Scientologists. You can yeah. you, you can pull up interviews where he quasi defends it, where he's like, is it really that different from Christianity and makes comparisons? Uh, yes. Uh, very yeah, different. But, but. I can quasi defend a lot of religions, Kale. Yeah. That you that's a bad argument. Ooh, I, fight, fight, I, fight. I'm just telling you, not unlike there's that cr- uh, crappy movie that um uh, gosh, John Travolta made that was also based on like these Scientology stories Greece. and ideology. Oh, Battlefield. Uh yeah. or no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. After Earth. Battle well, after well, Earth well, after Earth, I think, is the Will, Will Smith, Smith movie, movie right? No, but yeah, you're right. It's the same. It's the same concept. Because their whole thing, they're like Back check again, please, Mike. Hurry up, Jamie. Pull like, that up. I thought like, it was Battle something. Yeah, I think Battle Scar Galactica. The bottom line is, if you make a movie based on uh, these ideologies, it's going to be crap. That's mm. the point. Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. Now, would I watch a Parks and Rec spinoff movie about Zorp? Yes, I would. A thousand percent, of <laughs> course. Yes. Zenu. Uh, Battlefield Earth. I, I yeah. Was you were okay, really. You were close. You were close, close. You were close yeah. Mike. Dude, you know what makes me mad though? And I asked the employees at Publix, and no one knows why. I was buying lemon ginger ale, orange aid, and it's delicious. That's but, a thing. Yeah, Canada Dry with orange aid. It's fantastic. It's nowhere now. It's like as if it never happened. And then all they have is just the ginger ale and lemonade, not orangeade, which lemonade is fine. It's pretty good. I like it. But I want my orangeade. And when I ever, Kira gets annoyed when I ask because like it'll be a minute. And then I'll be like, excuse me, do you know what happened? To the Canada Dry orange. Why don't you just email Canada Dry and ask yeah. them directly, Josh? Or Google like, it. Go it's to the source. I tried Googling it and uh, it's no. probably been canceled. Yeah, racist <sighs> against the Oompa Loopas. It's memorable. You're being. But they're like, not only do we not have it, we never had it, sir. That's what it feels like. I feel like I don't even really. I, people have explained to me twenty hundred times what gaslighting means, and I still don't know, understand it. It's a, it's, it's like the new version of "Don't Believe Your Lion Eyes." It's that, it's that you heard this thing, you saw this thing, and we're gonna tell you that you didn't hear it and you didn't see it. You didn't hear it, you didn't see it. I never said it. It never happened. No, but here's video of you saying it. This is where I heard it. So it's like when I worked in high school ministry, I would see kids talking and chatting and being annoying, and I go, "Hey, stop doing that," and they'd go, "That wasn't me," even though I just saw them doing it, and I go. No, I saw you doing that. Yeah. Don't do that. And they go, that wasn't me. And then I almost go, maybe that wasn't you. Maybe they were you didn't just, do that. They were just big shaggy fans. So that's gaslighting. So I could say <laughs> you're gaslighting me yeah. to that kid. 
Yep. Uh, yeah, actually, the Shaggy song is the OG gaslighting. It was the beat. That song is is the gaslighting anthem. Wow, it totally is. It was the beat. Playing the lyrics in my mind. Also, yeah. like I've never hated that song. I don't condone the behavior, but once you've done it and you're caught, what else do you have to lose? It was the beat. <laughs> it wasn't me. Okay. This is a long Patreon. You've never heard the Shaggy It Wasn't Me song? You're going to listen to it after this and you're going to laugh your butt off. It's fantastic. I would play it right now, but you're, I'm FaceTiming on my Mac, and if I played it, yeah. you couldn't hear it. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Shaggy is, um, like, he's not Jamaican or whatever that voice is supposed to be, and he actually stumbled upon that voice mocking his drill sergeant in the military. What? Uh, and it stuck, yeah. And so I that, never knew this. That's so how he The guy that, like, yes. wrote in the mystery machine? Uh, uh, scrolling, I'm trying to get to it where the chorus or whatever he says it. The premise here, Mike, is that his woman catches him che- cheating and he just be like catches him and he okay. it just vehemently denies. The hook is it wasn't me. Okay, listen to that. When is the chorus? I'm scrolling through the lyrics, and I don't see You're- it at all. Can you even hear the lyrics, Mike? I can, I can hear. <laughs> oh, here it is. Oh, I think I have heard this. This is like the 90s or something, right? Yes, yes. you have heard oh, this. This is way old. I, I thought you guys Okay, this is inappropriate for Patreon. I, I've never actually known the lyrics. No, uh, that was grossly inappropriate, <laughs> and I apologize to our younger it's viewers. It's not appropriate at all. Which is funny. They just recycled it for a Doritos commercial. Really? Coocher and what's her name? He literally just said I had her in the shower or something. She, yeah. And I've I've never heard this song. I've always heard that it was a beat bit. So, but I've, yeah. <laughs> that this was is, interesting. That was wow. All right, I, I had heard that, I think, when I was in high school. I'm sorry, I did not remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is one of those where the treatment that it really needs is a dorky, uh, middle aged, uh, middle class white guy just blandly reading through the lyrics. I think that's what this song deserves. Are you, are you volunteering? Yeah. Honey, honey came in and she caught me red-handed creeping with the girl next door. <laughs> picture this. Picture picture this, friends. <laughs> we were both butt, not buck, but naked banging on the bathroom floor. How could I forget that I had given her an extra key? All this time she was standing there, she never took her eyes off me. And can you so, say this next part? And so on and so forth. How how ya fa give ya woman access to your villa? Is that the line? Because that's what I see. How ya fi give ya woman access to your let me I'm gonna click the lyric and see how he actually says it. Yep, no idea what he just said. You you best, <laughs> you best review the situation that you caught up in a in a I N N A. To be a true player, you have to know how to play. So is F I. Yeah, I feel fee, like you guys fee. are finally going to get canceled. Are, are you mocking <laughs> robotics? How dare you? Uh, this, this is, is the moment. Oh my gosh! This is, even is, this is the time. This is, I'm what offended is, for people faking a Jamaican accent. Is Shaggy or, or is everybody doing is Shaggy African American? What's his race? He, I don't. Is he Spanish? Yes. He is. Is he? No, no. He's. How dare you assume such? I don't so, know what he is. I'm asking. What is he? What race is? Is he? Does he identify as a race? 
Does it does he even identify as a he? Is the better question. Well, I forgot to ask what pronouns is he comfortable with? What is his comfortable pronouns? Where is his safe space? And uh what does he identify as? This is triggered. This this close to world pronoun day. Oh man. I'm surprised there isn't one. So then the the uh, the chorus, Michael, is just a series of call and response of, but she caught me on the counter, Shaggy replies. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Saw me banging on the sofa. It wasn't me. I even had her in, in the shower. I'm sure just because you can't reach that one spot on your back. Uh, it wasn't me. She even caught me on camera. It wasn't me. And now as I'm reading this, uh, I can't remember when the song came out. I think it was 90s. I think you're right there, maybe early 2000s. But at this point, it just sounds like a current politician. It just sounds like Shaggy's running for office. You're right. Yeah. You even right. video. Oh it wasn't me. <laughs> yeah. That was yep. Bill Clinton. Right. He wrote the song, and Hillary was catching him. Hey, yo. Oh. Who? Yeah. Mm. So, but uh, our our other news. No, no, no point in being coy with the listeners. It's not really news yet. But we we applied for a similar program with Origin to be an actual ambassador uh, for Origin and Jocko Fuel, which, if they approve us, would mean that we have a dedicated link where uh, the the podcast will get a cut of any of your purchases, but we'll also get our own promo code. For 10, nice. 10% off. So hopefully, I don't know why. I don't know why they would turn us down. Like, who doesn't want access to exactly. this? But uh, so that's the other thing. So we'd be we'd be happy. Cool. To All that you. said, you know, Kaylee McAnnie, the the one yeah. lady, she has uh, breast cancer. Oh, my gosh. Oh, says, I, I mean, all I see is Kaylee on her fight against breast cancer. Wow. She has, yeah, she has breast cancer. That's sad. Wow. Uh, not I, I to did be... just see actually. Sorry, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Sorry. No, I was just gonna say I just saw this morning. It's now surpassed lung cancer as the most deadly cancer in the U.S. This morning. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's what my dad passed away from was lung cancer. He had stage four, I yeah. think, when they found it. So your your dad died. Yeah, dude. Thanks to all you smokers out there uh, for killing my dad. He got it from secondhand smoke. So uh, shout out to all you smokers out there. Not only are you killing yourself, you're killing someone's dad. Shout out Marble Mar- Marlboro. There you go. Anyways. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, though I did. It's always a little funny to me. I had this conversation at uh, Orange Theory the other day. Actually, I've been doing like a October on Wednesdays. We wear pink. I booked a Wednesday. I would uh, love to see you working out in a pink outfit. Well, that's the thing. Like I showed up, I have no pink on, which means I got to do extra burpees at the end of the workout. And so I'm like, I'm down to support the cause, but can we stop calling it breast cancer awareness? Like, we're all aware. Everybody's aware. Like, let's support the research, but let's let's name it something that makes more sense. Everybody's mm. aware. Okay, that's yeah. fair. Mm, okay. I don't care. It's I don't think you have to have an opinion on everything. That's one thing. I'm like, I don't I don't care what you call it. Uh, opinions are fun. Yeah, mm. the Stoics would uh, say you don't have to have an opinion on everything. Memento mori. Yeah, they're all dead. Yeah, well, time. not all of them. There are modern day stories. <laughs> that there are. As a, as a school of thought. Mike, were you on the on the FaceTime earlier when I showed my poster that I just got? No, he wasn't. I was not. What was your poster? I would um, love to see it. So yeah. I had a, um, hopefully our guest next week, uh, I was talking with his wife. Uh, they took me in when I was, um, uh, when my mom got remarried. 
Uh, and so I was almost homeless. So they took me in. They were like, they're like my second family, basically. And so I was having a really great conversation with her about Memento Mori. And so I have this coin from dailystoic.com. You can buy this coin, this medallion that has a skull, a flower, and um, a, a sand. What's the thing called? Where the sand? Hourglass. Hourglass. And um, and it represents death, life, and time. And so the whole point of Memento Mori is like basically you you're not promised tomorrow. Uh, you could leave this life right now, right? Whatever, right? And so I'm explaining this whole concept to her, and it was crazy, great conversation. Um, and uh, I almost didn't bring the coin when I went to go hang out with them last week. Like I always keep it in my little jean. A pouch coin pocket you know how like, jeans have that little extra mm-hmm. pocket i almost mm-hmm. didn't bring it but spider sense was like hey bring the coin and i was like okay and so i put the coin in my sling where i can okay. um and i put it in that which i never put it in that sling and uh and then we ended up talking about it and it was great it was cool and uh she really was vibing on the conversation and it really spoke to her so i gave her my coin I was like, have this. I carry it with me every day. Have fun. And so then I was like, I need to buy another coin now. So then I went on the website. I saw they had a poster of Memento Mori. And so I bought this poster and coin. Um, it's not. It's just the skull. Ah, uh, okay. And it uh, has the flower and the hourglass. But it's like, it may not look like this on camera, but like this is like, it's like quality paper. Like you oh, can yeah. feel yeah, it yeah, yeah. printed in the in the paper. I like the like the ink splatter too. I didn't see. Oh yeah, like the, there's ink splatters in the corners. Like it's yeah. like quality paper. Uh, and so mm-hmm. we got this little poster with the coin. Uh, Kira mm-hmm. was down to buy it because I've obviously explained to her the memento mori mentality, especially having. Yeah, we joke yeah. about my dad, whatever. But it was like a great like, dang, like you mm-hmm. could really leave tomorrow. Like and every mm-hmm. night, yeah. like I think. This was it. This was the last time I had. So when I do walk my dog and it's usually around the evening sun setting, I do like make a point to take in everything around me and go, this could be the last time I walk her in this context, seeing this sunset over this little Mm -hmm. pond by my apartment. And I'm going to soak it in. This could be the last time. Okay, cool. Absolutely. And then I go inside and then you lay your head down and then you go to sleep and you wake up the next morning, you go, Oh wait, I have I sweet. I have another day at to do this. Let's let's see if we can do better than we did yesterday. Memento well, Mori. I actually so, I the other side of it is ahead, uh did you what? Oh yeah. Well, so the other side of it too is I think the parallels too, because you and I have talked about like uh, Bushido, right? And it's it's a matter of like recognizing that you might go at any time. So yeah. right. you should always be focused on living to the fullest. Right. And I, yeah. I, I it's ama- I you've t- you've mentioned stoicism a couple times and I want to say like Ryan Holiday's books are probably more than Jocko's and the books that I've gifted to people. Like really? literally this I was month, debating I've on getting his new book. Do you think it's worth it? Yeah. No, it's actually no, it's not. Please do not. I am fifty four percent and I am struggling to finish this courage is calling. Really? It is mm. it is it is way too long. <laughs> it is not good. I, I'm very disappointed. I'm annoyed. I haven't listened to his podcast in a minute because all he—I mean, I get it. He has to plug his book. I understand, but I'm like—I'm—I get it. You have a book. I'm—I'm t- I'm tired of hearing you push yeah. it. I, it. You know, his uh, obstacle is the way. It was phenomenal. Um, uh, stillness. What was it? Stillness is key, or something like that. Uh, the all the original three that he put out were great. Were oh, very yeah. good. Obstacle is the way is my favorite, and. Uh, I was very excited that he was going to write a four book series on the four tenets of stoicism, starting with courage. Mm. And, uh, it's just, you know, how you, 
okay, how many times can you need to say that you need to be courageous? Yeah. And like, right. they're just anecdotal or they're, they're, they're stories. Right. Um, you know, vignettes. Yeah. Of like courage. The vibe I got mm. whenever he pushed that book was um, like he would talk about it at length on his podcast. And I, I listened to his because they're pretty short episodes, his podcast. So I listened to that almost every day. And uh, he, the way he was talking about the book, I'm like, I think I understand the book. I don't I don't yes. know if I need mm-hmm. to pick it up. That's the vibe I got. Yeah. I, he should have written. I, I kind of feel like uh, maybe pair two of the four tenants together and then maybe wrote two books. But that doesn't make as much money, I guess. I don't know. Right. Yeah. He, he posted this great little like one minute like Memento Mori spiel actually uh, on his social media today. So I actually reshared it on uh, on the Solid Seven. Uh, oh, I didn't see that Instagram. Let me see if I can get the audio to play here real quick. Oh, that the obstacle is the way is uh, ten ninety nine on iBooks. I I read most of my books. I think I've talked about it on the podcast, but I've been buying physical books with the Aaron Rodgers Book Club. You, we should start a solid seven book club. Man. I'm I down. Books all the time. Uh, I love. I mean, obviously, we love the Jocko books, but um, I read. Uh, Mike, have you read this? Oh, Rebecca, you, I feel like I want to say you've read this book. Okay. Uh, Kale, I think has read this. It's a. You're gonna look at me and go. Of course, we've read that book. We all read that book. But I just read it a month ago, and it was. It. I wish I would have read this book when I was like 20. I think I'd be okay. in a different place in life. All I'd right, be a better is- man today if I read this book when I was 20. How to Win Friends and Influence People influence by Dale Carnegie. People. I have, yeah, Dale mm-hmm. Carnegie. Yeah, I, why have, and I'm like, because at one that's point in the book, he goes, are you really winning? It. By doing your way of thinking, is it is it working right. out for you? And I'm like, no, right. Dale, this is 1930s. You're telling, you're asking me this. <laughs> that's right. And it's a book on how to sell too. That's how you wrote it. Yeah. You wrote it for right. That. right. And I'm like, dang, I should have, mm-hmm. I could have been a much better person a long time ago. Mm-hmm. This audio to work real quick for you guys. Friday. I saw it. I told myself I was going to respond on. See if I can get start over. I'm good at internet things. My friend emailed me on a Friday. I saw it. I told myself I was going to respond on Monday. And by Sunday, he was gone. He had fallen dead of a heart attack. This is why the Stoics practice memento mori. Life is short. You can go at any moment. But also they said, the people who are precious to you, you do not possess them. You can't take them for granted. You can't assume they're going to be here forever. You can't assume you're always going to have them. You don't have them now. They are here on loan. They are here under shaky status at best. So you can't take people for granted. You can't take time for granted. You can't go to bed angry, as they say. You can't hold on to grudges. Be with them now while you can. Forgive them now while you can. Appreciate them now while you can enjoy them now while you can that's the only thing we can do memento mori you could leave life right now they could leave life right now let that determine what you do and say and think particularly with the people who matter most to you my friend emailed so good right friend emailed that the whole and that's what i was saying like every night i go to bed like thinking that this could be the last time and when going living with that perspective living with that like vision of like this is it like if if Kira and I got right. in a tiff or if Kuma annoyed me that day, instantly vanishes in like a second because it's like, yeah, that was petty it's perspective. Yeah, you and it's right yeah. it's it's crazy. Yeah. And I don't know if you have to ha- experience actually losing someone to to understand, but like having that, like especially for me, and I've never really talked about it because it's whatever. But like my dad and I, like 
not I'm not trying to go into a whole testimony, but um like real quick, he his job transferred us from Orlando to North Carolina. It really pissed me off. I lost all I didn't lose it, but I felt like I lost all my friends, moved us away in the middle of eighth grade. So I was just bitter, resentful to him for it was in 05. I was resentful for him for two whole years. I did whatever I could to make him angry on purpose. Right, right, 2007, right. May, he gets diagnosed with lung cancer. August of the same year, dies. And then I have no opportunity to go, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for being a douche. Like, 0% opportunity. Yeah. And so, like, that puts a huge perspective. And so, like, my biggest fear, not trying to get all deep. Wow, we're getting deep on the solid seven. Uh, totally. My biggest uh, thing being married so far and especially getting a dog. Yes, it's not a child, but it's pre-child, as I, as I mm. come to realize. Um, but, like, it's, like, my number one fear is I don't want these two things in my life to die prematurely. Like, that's my right. one fear overall over everything. I'm, like... That's why I'm like, I'm going to conceal carry. I'm going to learn how to like protect them. Like you name it. Like, because it's like, I don't want that to leave prematurely from my life. Memento Mori. So as long, as much as I can, I'm appreciating the now and what, where we're at now. And that, and that's my spiel. Welcome to Solid seven. Well, in this concept in particular, and there, there are others about stoicism that I feel the same way about, but it's part of why I feel like stoicism dovetails so well with Christianity is. Amen. Yes. It's yes. scripture without the scripture. Right. This is, I'm it's just, I mean, without the scripture. You know, hashtag, you know, Franny Battistelli, but we are just, we're just a breath. We're, we're just dust, right? Like, yeah. that's why, you know, to me as not just a libertarian, but as a, as a Christian, like this concept of a right to healthcare, I'm like, God doesn't, no. like, God of the universe doesn't promise us health, but you, the right. federal government's going to, you can't. You yeah. can't, it doesn't matter. Give everybody all the health care they want. They can still get hit by a bus tomorrow. It doesn't, right. it doesn't matter. That's not what matters. It's not where the focus should be. Um, mm-hmm. But that's where I'm, I'm such a fan of stoicism because, you know, as much as I joke about the three emotions, uh, something I do believe is that we have as a society allowed emotions to become too prominent. And stoicism right. isn't about pretending that they don't exist. It's about not letting them control your life and your actions. It's feeling the emotions, it's recognizing them, but then setting them, them aside to to make your your decisions and decide how, how to act. Mm. Uh, right. And like Ryan Holiday talks about like he, he quotes Marcus Aurelius the most uh, stoic mm. out of probably the most uh, of all the stoics. And like he would take moments to cry and have his moment and have his little whatever. But then like, OK, you had your five minutes to experience that emotion okay but now we need to make a decision and now it's like and so it's not like all because i think he said in a podcast recently like stoic when you hear stoic you think emotionless and it's like no you acknowledge the feeling you acknowledge the emotion but like what kale's saying you don't let it dictate your decision per se so it's it's a balance it's a dichotomy yeah i'm a fan of how john emotions don't get a vote that doesn't mean they don't exist right right they just don't get to vote. But Marcus really is actually half of why my son is named Marcus. It's him and Marcus Luttrell. That's why I'm, that's my son's name. Mike, why have you moved into like a really dark area in your... Why because you not... everything that's electronic that I'm using right now is dying slowly. So I had to move oh, to like the, the corner of my, my patio here so it can get charged. I know. Yeah. It's just like I always see is your silhouette. And it's yeah, been like... I, I thought well, you were there for a moment and you haven't moved here. in like 10 minutes. 
<laughs> well, it's because I don't. I'm trying not to drop my call here. I kept getting these warning things pop up, and I don't know how to use my wife's phone. So I'm like, I don't know. One of the AirPods has gone out. I don't know if you can hear me. All right. I'll say this as we quickly approach the two hour mark. Um, we asked Becca yeah. for some dates. Now I've known Mike for coming up on a decade. Now we're we're pretty close, and I don't think I've ever. Yeah, I've heard many war stories. I don't think I've ever asked for one, and I'm gonna violate that tonight because just like we've asked for updates from Becca. I I would and I'm fine with you saying no, but I was wondering if you would share the mortar story with the Patreon listeners. Oh, that one, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it, you know what's funny is uh, the episode that we had recorded where you almost died on us. That was the right. story I had on deck to tell, and uh, yeah, I don't mind. Thanks, um, Kale. Yeah, so thanks I, for ruining the just, moment. Kale. Just to be clear, now I get to hear it. I'm stoked. Yeah. Let's go. And now. All right. I, to be clear, now that we've looped back to that, I will not enter my kitchen again tonight after we're done. <laughs> I will avoid the kitchen until tomorrow. Yeah. Well, it, well, just make sure uh, Jade's with you if you do. Um, uh, yeah, so this was, gosh, this was 2005 or 2006. Um, we, we are based out of Bob Falcon, uh, just outside of Baghdad. Um, and this, was, this is my second deployment. Uh, we had gone out on a mission or whatever. I had a I had a thing back in the day when we ever we'd have like a uh, a successful mission um, that everything went smoothly. I would just chill on the on the porch or whatever area and smoke a cigar. Mm. And uh, I remember that night there was a bunch of guys out there. Um, like one guy uh, uh, was playing a guitar and a bunch of guys were playing like cards. It was just really loud. And I it was kind of like more of like a private thing. I just kind of wanted to decompress. So on the base that we were on, they had these big T walls. Um, uh, and they were to protect where the people slept from mortar attacks. Okay. Um, and they're big, like cement walls that were like, you know, I, I don't know, a foot something. Yeah. Thick. Uh, thick. And it, it, it were called T walls cause they were like upside down T's and they had a base and, Whatever. So anyway, I left all these guys with the, you know, the guy playing the guitar and whatnot. And I went on the outside of the, the T-walls and I'm sitting there smoking a cigar, just hanging out. And uh, we get, we get mortared. And it just so happens uh, that about like 10 feet away from me, we had like a, like a 60 or it had to be like a 60 or a 30. It couldn't have been a big one because it was pretty, pretty close. Anyway, it lands like, like 10 feet away from me. And the, the, I don't remember hardly any dang thing, maybe like a flash or something. Um, the, the blast knocked me unconscious. Uh, and I, I came to with our, with our medic platoon sergeant, like slapping me on the face, like trying to check me. I'm familiar like, with the experience. <laughs> well, he wasn't as good looking as, as I am. I'm That's how the turntables. <laughs> Yes, um, how the yeah, slapping me on the face and like I look over at the at the barricade where I was sitting, um, and basically the shrapnel from the mortar had had peppered the whole barricade everywhere, everywhere I was, but it was like, uh, you know, not not like a perfect outline, obviously, but like there was a there was a conspicuous absence where I was. Wow. You know? wow. And I, I I tell that story and it's like. I, there's been so many examples in my life that's just really challenging for me to not believe that there is a God because there have been mm -hmm. so many examples like that. I'm like, I should have died. The blast, mm -hmm. the concussion from the blast knocked me unconscious. 
there was shrapnel that should have just ripped me to shreds. I didn't have a hole in my uniform. And no. I was at the base and I was just smoking a cigar. So like I didn't have body armor on. I didn't have a helmet on. I, I was unscathed, completely unscathed. I've always in my head, uh, I think this might be the first war, war story you ever told me on a camping trip. And I've always pictured this in my head, like Looney Tunes style, though, like Wiley Coyote blasting through a wall. Like I do see a clear outline of you in my head. In this <laughs> like, well, I mean, for all intents and purposes, there probably one there was one, right? Yeah. Like it's the, the, the odds of me just being fine like not even having a hole in my uniform like just completely fine that's it was, insane dude they say it, that there's no atheists in foxholes so well you know what's funny is there's there's actually a ton of atheists in foxholes uh we'll just say the military is a target rich environment for right. evangelism but yeah uh, it's just it's just mind-boggling because yeah. i i was well within the kill radius of that mortar that's insane yeah it does make me think of, and I'd be interested to see if you've ever read this, Mike. If not, I think I own it and you can borrow it. But uh, Wall Builders, which is the organization that's uh, headed up by yeah. Dave, uh, they've got a little book. It's, I think it's actually maybe geared towards like a middle school reading level, but it's still a really interesting reading. It's called The Bulletproof George Washington. And it recounts all these stories of him in battle when, by all accounts, he should have died. died. Uh, had yeah. multiple yeah. horses shot out from under him, uh, uh, you know, holes from musket balls in his clothes or in his hat, and he's unscathed. And they even reference, I want to say it was uh, maybe a Native American, said they referred to him as, as like, the, the ghost or something. There's, like, a story where somebody just has, like, a, right. uh, something with actual rifling maybe even on him, like, dead to rights, and they just... They just can't hit him, but uh, you know, wall builders is writing about it from the point of when you, when Washington recounts these things, when he tells these stories, he always credits Providence. And when you're reading yep. history, reading that time period, Providence, when they're talking about Providence, they're talking about the hand of God. That is Providence right. about God protecting them or God moving. They credit the foundation of our country to Providence, uh, right? And so it's just crazy to hear these stories about him, stories like yours right now, multiple stories about Washington. Where it just become man, you got to start to work real hard to believe that God didn't want him alive, right? Yeah. This nation, like it, it takes way more faith to think that wasn't what was going on. Why wasn't there like a silhouette around the smoke clouds around like my dad, like when they were smoking cigarettes at his job? Like why wasn't there? Just kidding. Too was that too dark? Was that too far? Too much of a reach, I think. <laughs> too re reaching, reaching. <laughs> Yeah, you, you just try to make it rude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we you laugh to hide the pain. Josh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we do a little, like they do, so Jocko does a couple little side things now, like he has Jocko Underground, which is like his paid content now. And they're doing this D and Z thing. So maybe that's the maybe that's the tack for uh, the Solid Seven Book Club. Maybe we do like little twenty or thirty minute episodes, maybe like every other week or something. There you go. Uh, a few of us kind of hop on and talk about. A I book. love a book club. And put it I out. Love all about book club. It. I love the book club. I say, you know, we start with, um, you know, like Jane Eyre or Little Women. You just a real classic. And uh, <laughs> why can't I be in the book club? I just, I have nothing even I can say to you right now. <laughs> I'm just like, no, nope, um, either one of those, I'm in. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm in. Obviously, I talked about in the Aaron Rodgers book club, and I'm, I'm still his first book. Like over a month, two months ago, he recommended. Uh, the Alchemist, and uh, I'm just terrible at going to bed at a decent time to sit down and read it. But I'm at part two, at the beginning of part two of The Alchemist. But I Which do read leadership books and uh, books of that nature every morning. 
uh but mm-hmm. like exterior books outside of that kind of realm i i it's hard mm-hmm. to let me with. give you a piece of advice if i may i'd love to hear Stop buying hard copy books right buy ebooks have them with you no i i prefer you- ebooks aaron Rodgers' books are the only ones i've bought in physically oh but can i make another comment don't buy the books get them from your library it's cheap it's oh. free sound like what's, my a, what's a library Oh my gosh! I tried to get speaking of my wife. I tried to get Jane to come on with us tonight, and she's like, "I'm not. I'm not a potter." We still haven't done the wives episode. Anyway, you haven't. You haven't. I think Jane. I don't think Jane will do it, but I didn't think she'd do the Star Course either. She's down. So did we ever? Plug, Kira and I did a podcast with uh, the Either Neither podcast. I don't know if we ever talked about that. That Kira and I were on that. We might have mentioned. Yeah, that. I think oh, we talked about that when we had them on. No, that okay. you uh, you guys were their first guest. So that was her only podcast time to shine mm. so i think far. a worthy read for us with the stuff we've we've kind of been doing and i like i, I kind of we we need to talk about like what the next steps are like i like what we've been about what mike introduced with doing the star course you know mm-hmm. get out and live make stories you know don't go quietly the whole nine so and I, I actually found this this book through uh go Ruck's podcast but uh michael easter the author wrote a book called the comfort crisis um mm read some of them not all the way through it right now um, hashtag toddlers uh, but it's really about that like you know basically we are becoming the people from wally and how about we, we just how, yeah. how about we don't how about we right. uh, you know value you know strength and growth and experience over over comfort 13.99 frick <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, we're increasing the price for Patreon. <laughs> so that no. is that also determines, Mike, if I buy the book physically or not. Like obviously, Aaron Rodgers' book. Like when you mentioned obstacles away, I checked iBooks because that's where I buy all my. I don't mm-hmm. like Kindle's interface. I like iBooks' interface better. So I all my books, by and large, are all iBooks. But then these Aaron Rodgers' books I've bought in physically. And so I was comparing Amazon and iBooks, and I'm like, they're the same price, ten ninety nine. I think I'll go iBooks for <laughs> Obstacle is the Way, but it's ten ninety nine. I will. Uh, scrolling through uh, my Kindle library here, Mike, the thing, the title I think you were trying to think of earlier and couldn't from Ryan Holiday, which is equally uh, worthy read to Obstacle is the Way as Ego is the Enemy. Yes, that's the other one I wanted I to look up. I highly recommend sandwiching ego as the enemy between uh, extreme ownership and dichotomy of leadership. Eleven ninety nine. But Josh, they sell a three book. They, he sells a set that uh, is discounted. I want to say it's like twenty four for all three. Okay. Physically though. Uh yeah yeah it was physical they were physical. Uh and you're talking about Ryan Holidays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Look it up. Third one is ego is the enemy, and then there's a third one. That's probably on the Stoic website, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, those are those are ego is the enemy, and uh... stillness was something about stillness. Yeah, something with stillness. I haven't read that one. It's been a minute. Stillness, stillness is the key. Is the name of the book. That book is thirty nine dollars on his website. Obstacles away is thirty. Oh, it's signed. Never mind. I'm not going to hate on it before I know why it's that much. Um, I, I will say, uh, you know, it, listeners, both of you, if we've piqued your interest in stoicism, you can snag things like Marcus Aurelius's meditations, which Ryan right. holiday from a lot for like 90, probably 99 cents. If not, you can probably find it free somewhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not seeing that bundle you're talking about, Sir Michael. So, it exists, I'm but, sure. But. Not, at least not on this what i'm on his mm-hmm. website right now but anyways 
So in in a true true Jocko spirit, what does he call it? Uh, closing closing gratitude. A Mike Becca, we love you guys as always. Mike, love you, you guys. Mike always gets a little jip doing Patreon content for you guys because he is in fact our OG Patreon supporter, so he gets to just sit mm. and listen back to himself. But uh, so thanks for doing this. Ego is the enemy, friend. <laughs> so you guys are worth every minute. Definitely need to get both of you back on the pod proper here soon. It's been a minute, Becca. I can't remember your last episode. I remember Mike's just because it was our live episode. So it's been mm-hmm. ten weeks or ten. Yeah. Four, uh, wow. Since yeah. we had you on the pod proper, so need for to real, say, it's been yeah. ten weeks since she's been on. Yeah, that was episode twenty-one. Wow. Holy Bible. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I would. I if we we had a place bet, I would have said like four weeks ago she was yeah. there. That long. I thought it was five, so I'm shocked. Yeah. No, podcast time moves faster than normal time. So okay. episode uh, 24, she was on last. So not sad. exactly 10. Not recently. Yeah. But not recent. And it had been 10 for Mike. Oh, been- 10 for. Oh, okay. I misheard. Yeah. yeah. So uh, at, le- to, at least two of us, maybe three of us, have uh, a ruck not too long from now. <laughs> that we're gonna go do. I've been you. I've been doing rucks on my own. I just don't yeah. let you know every time I do them. But I have been it, doing. I, them. You do. You just you forget because I get it on my watch every time. It's like, oh, Josh completed a walk. I'm like, well, he bet he hit a ruck on. I did. I usually do. If you, oh. I didn't know, you get my notifications. That's cool. I do. I should but, uh, like leave it running, even though if I'm not doing it, so you at least see the miles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, did you but, know, did you see I oh I texted you. I did a six miler the other day. Six miles with uh, little Kuma. Yeah, well done. Yeah. I, so, I was like, let me just at least go half of the star course and it was it was easy. It wasn't that dude, bad. I, I'll say and I'll I'm sure I'll regret this tomorrow morning when we're doing step ups and rucking, but I, I went to Orange Theory today and so they have some signature workouts that they cycle through. And there, mm-hmm. there's benchmark workouts where you track like what your time or your distance, you know, what, whatever. It's, you know, benchmarks. It's benchmarks. So today is a, was a workout they call Catch Me If You Can. So it's a tread, treadmill benchmark. And there's hash marks all throughout the workout of like at two minutes on the treadmill, you have to be at this distance or farther or you stop and you go to the rower. Right. Oh, okay. So um, the version of the workout I was doing today, it was a 22-minute tread block. Right. And so it's, it's tough. So Jade went earlier in the day. She did the shorter version of the workouts. They do three G's and two G's where it's like, you're either doing three blocks around the gym or you're doing two big blocks. So it's the same length of workout, but so her treadmill block was shorter, but she didn't get caught, which was awesome. Like, well done. So we're doing the math on, I'm doing a two G she's, you know, if I can do what it takes to not get caught. So we're doing the math on how fast I would need to go. Uh, and you're doing this at a, for the version we were doing at a 5% incline. She's like, man, there's no way you could hold that speed at that incline for 20 minutes though. I'm like, well, well now I, I have to, have because to. you said that. Uh, so, so I, I did, I made it, I made that, like I was right at the distance I needed to be at for 20 minutes, but man, I was pegged, uh, like the, the whole time. So great workout, good fun, but I'll, I'll pay for that tomorrow morning. <laughs> So, it's usually two but, days after a workout you feel it. No. Uh, unless you no. keep go, going, a body in motion. So, uh, But uh, Patreon supporters, we love you. Appreciate your p- support. If we can ask for just a little bit more, uh, we've been working to put out more social media content. If you can like that and reshare it. If you haven't ever gone on iTunes or you know Apple Podcasts in particular and rated or reviewed us, please, please do that. But then 
if you're like, Hey, this go rock stuff sounds cool. Go check out their gear. Go check out their events. Go to silence Click the link. It's going to take you to the star course first. You don't have to register for it. It just throws a cookie on your computer. Then go look at stuff. Then if you buy something, we get a little, we get to wet our beak. We get a little something, little something, something off of that. So great way to support the podcast. Now it's just using that link and going and hitting up and they do like, if you're not into the bags, that's cool. If you're not into the events, that's, that's cool. But, um, they do make some killer shoes. And if like us, you're like, no, screw China, their shoes, not a stitch from China. Um, so if you're looking for a stylish option, not from China, but not quite fair trade, sorry, Becca, I don't know, maybe it is, uh, but go check that out. But they're, they're, uh, some of their clothing stuff they make. And even some of like, if you're just looking to get fit, get in shape, the sandbags, that kind of stuff, uh, might be up your alley. So go and, uh, check that out. And I don't know what, what do you, what do you guys, what do you guys have for the people? Becca's on social media. You can find her. She mm-hmm. follows up. Go to our social media, go to followers. You can find Becca. Mike is social media less, hence redacted. Um, so, uh, you gotta find him. In, you gotta find him in real life. I'm gonna keep up with him. You know what I was thinking of doing to be like Mike? I was almost debating January first as a New Year's resolution. I hate. Also, side note: I hate New Year's resolutions. Why do you have to wait till a digit change to change your life? Just change it now, anyways. Um, I almost just want to delete all my social media, like uh, on Jan- but on the, on the New Year, because it's like I told Kira because I I was jokingly annoyed. I had a poet a post on her birthday. And but like, cause like I acknowledge her, I did things for her birthday, but like there was that feeling I had to post that it was her birthday, and I was like, I don't like that. That's that thing, and yeah, and that's it's superficial and it's stupid, and so mm-hmm. I'm almost down to like go, bye. I'll yeah. keep Reddit because that's how I get all my information and news, but that's not social media per se. Those sorts of posts, I just don't do that. I just go, hey, Jade, happy birthday. Love you. Right, but I even I made a joke to her. I was like, I I have to post about that it's your birthday, right? Because you just yeah. post about I just turned thirty, so you, I feel like I, it's only fair if I post mm. about you this year to let people know it's still mm. going fine. And then also, side note, extra side note, and then we can go home. Um, I was listening to Office Ladies, and they were talking yeah. about how um, what what so they were referencing someone was celebrating their oh it was karen telling jim that they like oh we're, we're gonna go out to dinner for a six-month anniversary and then right. jenna fisher and angela were at saying like do people celebrate their six-month anniversary and they they said this thing that i was driving my car and i said out loud wow like as the realization hit hit me they were like jenna says i think people celebrate monthly anniversaries like that when things aren't going that well. And so they try to grab on, not saying this is everyone. So if that's you, don't be offended. But um, like there's people that there's the relationship's not going well. It's not going Mm -hmm. good. So Mm -hmm. little things like that, they have to capitalize on And like, it's our six months. And like, look at how happy we are. We're still together. And I'm thinking, Kira and I have never posted a month anniversary ever because things are going so well. So what the heck do I need social media for to post about her? Because I don't need people to like it, to feel validated that my marriage is fine. Right. So I realized that the other day. Thanks, Jenna Fisher and office ladies. I feel that. And our hatred for social media is well documented here. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. uh, I'd really kind of like to be doing this for a living. And now the, some of the social media feels like a necessary evil. So there's that. Right. Right. It just won't extend to TikTok. Well, the thing about it is, is like you delete your personal and then you just keep like your 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 podcast. Sure, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You you know for a fact that 
unless you're doing it for the podcast, social media is doing nothing for you. So the the memento mori, are you in fact living your life? If I don't know, Mm. Mike, have you seen my Instagram stories? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) in a different zone because you you know that that's the i have no family and kids i'm aware yeah becca's <laughs> becca's stories could have been their own like quibby show when that was a thing that's the thing I, funny you say that because it, it would if i actually had interesting things to follow on social media that right. just wasn't pissing me off constantly yeah probably kept it but the reality of it is it just it always felt so shallow and fake to say yes you know, to Josh's point, those kind of things. It's very true. And I, I, I frankly, people are nasty on social media. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's it's a popularity yeah. contest, and you're and I made a joke a long time ago that like I'm I'm just gonna start posting the worst of my life and like post pictures of horrible <laughs> pimples and uh my dog poop when I pick up her poop some of it got on my hand, like look mm-hmm. at that. And like right. the worst of it, because all social media is like, look at how perfect it is. And then it's yeah, like, right. I know for a fact your life is not good yeah. and right. you're faking mm-hmm. it on here anyways. Yeah. But anyway. All right. <laughs> and on that note, we were uh, particularly funny at points tonight. I, I, oh my gosh. Oh, you laughed. <laughs> I still think you need to use us like those guys' daughters. You need to FaceTime time us in the background of these dates or just leave an AirPod in or something. Tell them you're yeah. hard of hearing and it's boosting the sound. And uh, let us chime. Tell me what to say. Yeah, real, real time. Or, or we'll just give you running commentary so even a bad date will be entertaining. <laughs> yes. Mike, I just realized your wife hasn't been able to look at her phone for the last two hours. Well, you're the reality, you know, she's got no notifications unless uh, FaceTime blocks those. Is she know. on D and D? Swipe down on the top right. Is is it on <laughs> Do Not Disturb? I would love it if Mike just disappeared right now, like he accidentally. <laughs> oh, you gave me a perfect out. Yeah, that's... hung up. It's like the gif of the guy that deletes his hard drive on the computer. Yes. Oh gosh. So, but it is on Do Not Disturb. No, it's not. Oh. Well, it's late. Also, we we called late, so late. that makes sense. So, Mike, Becca, Patreon, we love you. We love you all, and uh, thanks for tuning in. Keep doing what you're doing. We appreciate the support, and uh, until next time, we're out. See ya.